And we don't want to do this. We don't want to tear I down Scotty Pippen. But no, but no, never mind. No, I want to. I want it. That's why Future. I want to. That's why Future fucked your bitch, you big nose motherfucker. Give money. Oh, <laughs> what the hell? What the hell is Scottie Pippen thinking about? Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm. That nigga be, be swinging at Jordan jerseys like. <laughs> 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 oh, oh, man. Okay. Okay. Jump man and was furious. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was both from both sides. The future. <laughs> and he's rapping about the guy I hate. <laughs> jump man. Jump man. Jump man. <laughs> Up, you wake 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 up, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, up, you wake up, you wake up, you wake up, you wake. I am your host, L.A. AKA LA. With me, as always, is the West Craven of Rap, the Spirit Gunner himself, Cam Archer. I got nothing. Go ahead, man. We're feeling a little deflated from the Raiders game right now, but it's all good. Uh, with us as well is the family man with all the facts, the director, A. Devon Johnson. It's getting deep. The 49ers stink. <laughs> That's a great fact. It's accurate to the point. That's it. That's a fact. Oh, shoot. Uh, I want to welcome everybody to your new favorite oh, podcast where three black men get together each and every week <laughs> to mean no, when we stay and say what we mean. And as always, peace to Ready Raheem. This is the Do the Wrong Thing podcast, episode 17. I did have something to say that was very important. What? what? <laughs> I did have something to say that was very important. Oh, God. Wait, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. On veter- we just had Veterans Day. Mm-hmm. So I just want to make, you know, just make sure we all know as a friendly reminder that our Furious Styles told us once and we should have stuck with it and known it that there's no place for a black man in a white man's army. Thank you. Appreciate it. Mm-hmm. For all the for all the veterans out there who are black, quit. <laughs> get, get out. You heard it here Tra- first. From the go ahead. Toss podcast. them the keys to the Charger. Go ahead. <laughs> you take your Challenger back. Take your challenger back and tell them that, yeah, that, that I, SRT, no thank you. That's that scat pack. Go ahead, run to <laughs> Tell them no thank you, okay? If you got military bl- blood money on it, you don't want it. All right? That's a that's a full endorsement from the Do the Wrong Thing podcast. Killing <laughs> Afghani kids for an F two fifty. Make me sick. <laughs> oh man. Well, uh, where to start today? Let's start with some music. Uh, Silk Sonic. Uh, came out over the weekend. What was that, Friday? Um, Big Friday. Nine nine tracks. Short and sweet, (laughs) 31 minutes. Probably the shortest album I've ever listened to. That can't be right. (laughs) 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 Yeah, Kanye put out like a bunch of seven track albums a couple years ago. But But this is like a real project. And it took a long time for us to get it, I feel, for it to be 31 minutes. Uh, it took a year. People were just being dramatic yeah, about it. Yeah, they did announce. It felt like a long like time. I guess maybe year. pandemic year is different, but it felt like a long time for the project. Well, to they come had, out. they announced it before the Grammys last year. 
like yeah. before that even happened because they did the whole fake breakup thing and everybody was like nigga y'all ain't even put a record out <laughs> I don't <laughs> um let me see where to begin with this uh i overall i like it um i think maybe some both maybe one of you like it probably more than i did but i did really enjoy it uh i think out of the out of the nine uh i would say i really enjoyed four out of the nine like and two of those are the singles uh which is leave the door open and smoking out the window which is really good uh fly as me and uh after last night put on a smile can rotate between uh after last night i'm not sure which one i like more but it's interchangeable uh i'm not a big fan of of seven 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 or skate or blast off yeah so yes yeah, I'm not really a big fan. I can see them. I can see them making a video to seven 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 and changing my mind. But like, when I'm listening to it, I was like, eh. like I get what you're trying to do with this, but it's just like I just wasn't. It wasn't doing it for me. Tell us you don't have any soul without telling us you don't have any soul. <laughs> hey, no, hey, I wanna, let me hold on. <clears throat> hold on one second. Disclaimer. <laughs> L.A. only enjoys drug-related rap music. <laughs> He refuses to accept the essence of the amount of cocaine distributed and used during the creation of the Silk Sonic album. Because they weren't rapping about dealing that weight, LA was uninterested in most of the runtime. This has been a PSA for the Do the Wrong Thing podcast. Oh, man. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's, that's, uh, most of that's, uh, the, I think I think the singles that they put out were so strong, especially uh, "Smoking Out the Window." It's such a it's such a good song. I will say this: it took me a minute to get used to the aesthetic of the album, as far as like this being like a one night performance type thing of them being in like this kind of late sixty, early seventies vibe. I hope that if, I I would like to see them do another project, but not with this, like not this like aesthetic. Uh, the, Wait, the, what do you mean? Because it was good for it's good for the moment that it is for the the thing that they wanted to do. I thought they nailed it in terms of like what they were trying to get at. But like I don't want another album from this like this. I would prefer something more modern. That's just me, uh, Antonio. I know you really enjoyed it. What, what did you think about? But it? like you, you you listen to them individually though, right? Uh, I haven't really listened oh. to anything in terms of a project from um, Anderson Pop. I have listened to Bruno Mars. I, I really did it. His last album that he put out was really, really good. I listen to it quite frequently. But uh, I haven't really listened to anything uh, like from Anderson Pac outside of like features. That's where he fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing against him. I just, I don't know. I never heard anything single-wise from him that made me want to like, oh, I want to listen to the rest of this. I could, I mean, I, it could change, but like that's that's my main thing. Like Bruno Mars's uh, first album was good. The second one I really, really, really liked. And like I said, I just didn't listen to anything from Anderson Pac. I, I don't really listen to anything of him. Like I said, outside of like features he's on. I mean, you don't really listen to anything, but I, I, I guess it makes sense. Because <laughs> if you <laughs> like, that's this. This nigga listens to the sounds of the pack flipping. That's really about it. <laughs> like, I was, like I was telling, a, like I was telling a friend about this. There was a guy who, oh, actually, you know, my it was it was Richard. <laughs> 
you know how Richard was. Oh, God. Oh, God. What did he say? Hella contrarian about it and then said it was an 8 out of 10. And I was really, I really wanted to punch him through the phone. But it's like, (laughs) he was like, he was like, I'm not, yeah, but I'm not being contrarian about it. I like the album overall. What he said, four songs that really resonate with me, though. What he said was like, he expected more out of them. And I was like, what do you mean? Like, what else did you expect for them to do? And then so he brought up like Kanye and Jay Z with Watch the Throne, and I was like, "That's kind oh, of well, a, that's not a fair comparison. That's kind of an unfair comparison. You're talking about arguably the greatest rapper ever, with arguably one of the greatest uh, musicians ever. Producer. And it's like, you know, and it's like, yeah, but how many how many tandem albums have we seen come out that were just ass? So it's like, but if you know the two of them, then like this was like a perfect marriage, if it makes sense. Because mm-hmm. well, Bruno's already been doing this style. I mean, even back when he did uh, Uptown Funk with um, who was it? Something. Mark Bronson. Yeah, Mark Bronson, and that was Mark kind of Bronson. Where, yeah, that's where he started to trend. And then Anderson's always been soul. But um, so yeah, so knowing the two of them, this is like this is their pocket. Like I don't know what modern looks like for them too. Yeah, no, I, I feel uh, like when when Bruno's not in his super pop bag, yeah, he's a soul. He's all about old school soul. That's but like, even his even his origin, about it. yeah. When you look yeah, at no, like he's, when he's he was very a kid. open about like yeah. him coming up. He loved James Brown and like that type shit. Like that's what he loved. So when he's not in that pop bag, he's gonna be in that super funky soul yeah. bag. And then Anderson's always got one foot in that bag anyway. <laughs> so yeah, and I, I mean he always coke he talks about how he was like his music came from like in the church like he's actually a drummer so like they that's where their their sensibilities are when it comes to like music i think so i don't know i mean for me i enjoy it because it was different and it's like i think like we have a lot of modern so it's not i mean i get what you mean but like for what they were giving like it's fan and it's it's funny because like my mom came over last night and i was like I'm listening to this. I got listened to it a couple times yesterday. And then my mom comes over and I'm like, mom, you're going to love this. And it's like one of those albums that like can like transcend generations, which I think is a smart move for them because it's like kids are going to dance to this, but then your mom and dad are going to two step to this. So, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know. I loved it. I thought it was, I thought it was great, but, uh, no, no, it's, it's a good album. Put on a smile is my, my yeah. shit on this album. That shit is insane. Yeah. That record is crazy. Um, I'm not as big on Fly as me as everybody else is, but uh, I feel like wow. 777 okay. is better than Fly as me. For me, to me, the best really? song. To me, the best song yeah, is, sure. is uh, Blast Off. Blast Off is crazy. The the, the song, key change yeah. at the end of Blast Off is it's, it's flipping wild. That, <laughs> but I, but I'm just Bruno showed his ass on Put on a Smile. I yeah. love <laughs> I yeah. love that record. No, he did. No, no, he really does. Like the way wow. they the way they are together to me, like no one ever seemed to overpower anybody. And like it was seamless, and then to me, you you know, you throw Bootsy Collins on as like a narrator, then like that's like, I don't know, you know. And plus, you already have whenever you whenever you have Bruno there, you're not just getting Bruno's pen; you're getting James Fauntleroy's pen. Yep. And James Fauntleroy is one of the best writers alive today. So you have all three of those writers. You're gonna get some quality writing when you did. So and of course, this bitch got me. That. That that to talk about smoking out the window. I've never heard. I've never heard a pocket like this before, where you're able to basically make it sounds like a love song. It has modern lyrics, but it is a breakup song, yeah. or it's a it's a it's a love lost song. He and I was they, like, she, be- so, 
She belongs so to the city. <laughs> That's what they say. Yeah. No, give her so, back to the city. It, yeah. The, the, it's so good. That, yeah. that, <laughs> that's no no doubt my favorite song on the album. And I hate I hate that as a single. I wish I would have got it like fresh off the like off the album. I wish they would have put a different single out. Got her badass kids running by my house yep. like it's Chucky. E. Like it's Chucky. E. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> got me jammed up with her X Men in the UFC. It was I I, I really like I really bad. enjoyed it, but you know. Yeah, no, I, I really enjoyed the album. Um, I heard they're doing a next another one where they're selling coke. So I think LA is going to towards that one. <laughs> All you know in. what I'm saying? Well, that would be crazy for Pusha T on there. That would be wild. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like he's going to push a T. All right, push a T and Jay, they're going to do a record. Jay is going to have the, you know what I'm saying, the disco ball with the sleeves cut. It's going to be crazy. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm sure LA is gonna gravitate I, I, to that I one mean, more. in all honesty, I would love I would love to see them do another one. I would love to see them do another album. I'm like sure this. I'm sure they are. But I don't want to again, I, I could I could do I could do without the 60s, 70s vibe. Like I'm I you can keep the funk aspect. Cause like I said, Bruno Mars is 24K magic, that whole uh out, out well that uh, was like an 80s that 90s. Was very, yeah, that was very yeah, 80s. Yeah, that like that whole vibe that he did for that album works fantastic. Like I loved there wasn't really a song on there that I wasn't really vibing with. Uh, more so than what was his first album called with the monkey on it or whatever the fuck it was. Some it was some oh, Gorilla Radio back or in the, like the pop yeah band. Gorilla Radio something that was that was that had that had uh what was that Fall Out of, Right Out of Heaven or whatever was yeah, it? Knocked out of heaven? yeah Knocked Out of Heaven yeah uh, that, that one was crazy. fine but not great like twenty four K Magic oh no it had, had the song really it had the song Gorilla on it that that was a good little ballad I remember when twenty four K Magic came out. And like, I, I don't know why, but I just went down like a YouTube rabbit trail of like people's reactions to the music video when it first dropped. And there were mm-hmm. a lot of people like, I guess, who were fans of his that didn't like the transition. Oh, yeah. Like I remember. They, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's I called it's called Unorthodox. Jukebox, yes. Yes. That's the second album. Yeah. His first album is mm-hmm. doo and Hooligans, which had like, you know, Grenade, Just Where You Are, mm-hmm. fucking the wedding song, the lazy yeah. song. Talking to the moon. <laughs> yeah, so, God damn, wait, that's what his hits. Song. Yes, hits. God, yeah, no, there's hits. good stuff on there. He does nothing but put you out know, yeah, like power ballads. I didn't like I didn't like Unorthodox Jukebox. Oh, Orthodox Jukebox had treasure on it. Yes. Oh, damn. Damn. He's got hits. And he's Yo, they're gonna sell hey. they're gonna sell out concerts with this album too. Oh, fast. Yeah. I'm going. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I want yeah. When it, let me know when LA dates are. I'm there. But yeah, I, I liked it. You still, you, you, know. still, you still going to concerts after Astroworld? We'll get there. I'm not doing <laughs> festivals. I do concerts. Festivals. Is, you like, can there's a difference that. now. Yeah, you can keep. There's festivals. a difference now, player. Yeah, Look I want to go. I want to go to concerts when I can buy my VIP seat and I can sit down. <laughs> That's what I want to do. I'm not trying to be. Note the in, flag, player. I'm not I'm trying even, to be standing up with a bunch of people. That's my knees don't, I don't work even that know, way. I don't even know if you want to go to, to concerts right now because people are <laughs> picking on people right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's getting, it's getting a little, right, little uh, right into our next topic. That's why you. That's why you stay <laughs> yeah, out of those. Get, those twenty one is is a wild year. Uh, I did not have uh, artist peen on person <laughs> live on my twenty twenty one calendar, but that's what happened. Um, yeah, we have the band Brass Against. Everybody knows them, right? Stupid name. Let's start there. No, <laughs> dumb name. Yeah, but go but, ahead. Okay, continue. so it's a New York band. And they were performing a show recently, and their lead singer is named uh, Sophia. And ironically, her name is Sophia Eurista. Uh, <laughs> so Good she's on stage, and she's telling people while they're performing, "Hey, I really got to pee." Uh, 
just letting you know letting everybody know you know she kept telling everybody hey i gotta pee so they were performing a, a rage against the machine song called wake up and what a wake up call she gave one audience member when she <coughs> brought a fan on stage and said who can i pee on this guy of course some bald white man who looked like he was tailor-made for a <laughs> says yeah bring me up fam this, this is a sick negro absolutely he comes on stage she pulls down her pants and thong and proceeds to piss on this man's face now obviously full spray by this the way. man of this man getting the r kelly special has gone viral i mean she was letting it go paint and spray uh and she you know of course later sorry <laughs> she later apologizes you know but it's already viral i mean everybody's talking about it so if you didn't know about brass against you won't at all anymore or won't going forward but you'll know that somebody got peed on by a woman named sofia yorista with all due respect <laughs> so if you want to see the video of course uh twitter has this um and you might be seeing it to yourself in in incredible these what these white people are doing well plot twist <laughs> it was actually she's uh i guess i guess she's mixed She's definitely black. I'm, I'm looking at I'm looking at pictures of her now. Like she's definitely mixed. Her hair texture tells me nothing different. It's the part <laughs> of it's the part of her structure. that's not us. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, the upsetting thing is I'm looking at her like she she kind of bad, bro. But she out here peeing on people. <laughs> yeah, it's it's 45 seconds of just she pees on him for like a good solid 15 seconds. Like it's a strong. It it, it, it goes. <laughs> it goes. <laughs> it's a strong. It's a strong stream. I didn't even know women could do that. <laughs> the way that it was coming out was crazy. Uh, I don't. And here's the bad. Here's the crazy thing: is the dude was mad happy afterwards, like he's fist pumping <laughs> after it's over. This is a he's sick so Negro. Mad. He's really sick. That's nasty. It's so like, what gross. is she apologizing about? She literally said, "I gotta pee. I need a volunteer." A guy volunteers. She does it on purpose. What are we apologizing? Like, I'm sorry for doing something that I meant to do. Look, look, the do the wrong thing podcast doesn't want to kink shame. Isn't that how almost all apologies go? I guess. I'm sorry I got caught. <laughs> I, yeah, really I guess. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think she only apologized because it went viral, but she, <laughs> she said she got a little carried away. Yeah. <laughs> you think you think peeing on I a, got on a, a little person lies? When I told everyone? a guy, come on stage, lay down, I'm going to piss on you, pull down my pants and pissed on him. Yeah, I got a little carried away in the moment. <laughs> no, bitch, you got to pee. <laughs> That's all it was. And somebody took a sick enjoyment out of it. After that, you got to let the dude at least go on, on a date, right? Like, you got to <laughs> go ahead and, go ahead well, and hit him like, up. She's like, no, he gets peed on. <laughs> oh, man. I nev- I'm, is, that, is that the first time this ever happened? Is, there, is, he, is she breaking records? I've never heard of this happen before. A live golden shower? I don't know. <laughs> all, they didn't even lay plastic on the stage. Here's here's what I do now, kids. Um, if you're going on stage to perform, go go pee before you get on stage. You know what I mean? That's that's uh that rule happens not just for road trips, but also for concert goers and people who are performing. If you gotta pee, listen, man. There's no way she that. had to pee that bad. Alexa, apparently she did. She here's the thing: the way she peed, the way that stream came out, she clearly had to go before she got on stage. Well, just because she unloaded like that doesn't mean she couldn't hold it a little longer. <laughs> Like I'm sure they had like an intermission coming up. Like this, they ain't that popping. There's no way they had like a two hours. Like, <laughs> she had, she could have held that. That fan base 
has to be something crazy for him to have got on stage and lay down for that. And there, there were no paperwork involved, no NDAs, no nothing. Hey, fam, you can't see this guy's this. credit. This is probably the most attractive woman that's ever going to even be around him. That's true. So that's true. he had to take what liberties he could, baby. He got. Oh, that's, a beautiful, oh, that's a beautiful thing, man. Yo- <laughs> he had to he Boy. had to take the liberties he could. He got a face full of vagina, one way or another, from a very attractive woman in front of a live audience, and it's now gone viral. He's, He's never going to get this type of love or attention anywhere else. He's definitely the winner for this. And uh, he doesn't have to be looked at as the bad guy because she peed on him. So now she true. looks like, oh, what's wrong with her? So no one's saying, ugh, that nigga's sick. Everybody's just throwing her under the bus. So this nigga's living life right now. Uh, for the listeners of the pod, please hit us up on Twitter or Instagram at DTWTPod and let us know if you would either allow somebody to pee on you in concert, one of your favorite <laughs> artists, or uh, you would do the pee. You let, me, you let us know. Um, let me just say, for all the people who say uh, they will get peed on, block. This is a sick Negro. <laughs> oh, yeah, wait. Quick side note tangent, since we're talking social media, has everybody here made their Space A profile? So I've been hearing, I've been hearing rumblings of this, but mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. I thought it was a joke. No, nigga, it's not a joke. It literally is almost like exactly like MySpace, like the old school MySpace. Who who made it and is Tom involved? I don't know. I already made my profile. Mm, see, though. I didn't do see, too much digging. See, this is what I'm talking about. This is how TikTok got big. Everybody joined TikTok and it was like, time oh, out, yeah, China's stealing everybody's info, info. And by Tom then it was too late. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Yeah, they're stealing our info when we're using their fucking phones. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, QAnon, QLA. <laughs> China got out. China got everybody's face now. Y'all happy? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. They got. They been had our fingerprints, facial recognition, data, birth certificate, email. They got everything, nigga. Don't give a fuck. I'm making a space hey account because you can actually still you can actually edit them and still like you used to with the old MySpace pages and customize them. And get your H your HTML HTML. What is it, Antonio Techie Man? <laughs> Techie Man. Yes, get man. your code I'm in not on HTML. I'm not look after. Uh, what was it? Not Snapchat. It was what was it that I what was the last thing I fucking I'm done with social media apps. I'm not downloading it anymore. I'm at my max limit. I'm old. I'm I'm no longer involved with LA it anymore. Swears he's like 46 years old. I know. I'm look, man. I'm done. I'm done with it. When when Facebook turns the metaverse, that'll be one less app that I have. So the so for the so to answer the question of is LA gonna be joining any new social media apps? The answer is no. <laughs> Don't ask me to join nothing else. All right, LA, you gonna be on Space Hey soon. You gonna want to post a bullet? Cam, what? Cam, I gotta add the I gotta add the Mississippi Choir. I'm not tired yet. Sound to this. (laughs) I have to. Gotta. I gotta do that. It'll be on next week. What? But why? Tell me. Give me the elevator pitch of why I need this outside of it. Look like MySpace. Why not? For what? For what? I got is Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter. Facebook. What do you need new shoes for? I, why not? I don't know. Because you want to. Well, that no, that's different. I like. I actually like shoes. Yeah, but you don't they need. Bring, them. They bring a certain purpose to my life. Social the social media apps don't do anything. But I could argue that that pur- purpose is just as shallow as joining a social media account. Maybe, but I feel something. <laughs> I don't feel anything when I, outside of the the same dopamine levels that you're supposed to get from the online uh, clicks and replies and likes and follows and shares and all that. I get a higher, higher one when I if I win it. Like I won some, I won on sneakers recently. 
Uh, and that was a, it was an amazing high. Never, I always think I'm gonna lose, like most people. And when y'all won, I was like, oh, this is better than any uh, reshare, retweet that I ever want to get. By the way, follow us on uh, Instagram and on Twitter at DTWTPod. Uh, I didn't know, <laughs> I didn't know, uh, I didn't know I was gonna get anything, and then I got it. Dopamine level went crazy. You know what I mean? So now I'm just gonna keep trying. I don't get none. I don't get that kind of satisfaction. So I, I hit, I hit spot. What is it called? Space mod. I don't know. It's called Space Hay. No. Oh, Space Hay. Excuse me. It's uh, called space I get hay. on Space Hay. Yeah. I have my eight characters. I start changing the HTML uh, background draft, make it look like Facebook. Everybody joins it for three days and then leaves. Now what? I love. Matter of fact, just brought this. I'm look at neg- it. Look at it right now. I'm glad that we brought over this, space this new neck. This this new negative Nancy into this podcast. I'm so glad. <laughs> I'm looking at space right now. He don't want. Your he don't want your '70s vibe forth. albums. He don't want your <laughs> yeah, new. He don't want your, he don't want your wait, new this little. Nigga, this nigga just said. <laughs> this nigga just said. This nigga just said. This, I don't want to hear that '70s shit. And then said, "I'm too old for these these apps." <laughs> nigga, what are you young enough for this? What what exactly do you? All right, so <laughs> all right, so space hey. Space A is operated and headquartered in Flugen, Germany. Uh, a nostalgia project uh, is based on look and functionality of MySpace. So y'all niggas out here want want uh, Germans out here with your with your info now? That's what you say? What's wrong with the Germans? What right? they gonna do? What's wrong with the Germans? What are they? I don't gonna know. Do? I mean, they did a lot <laughs> back in the day. They did a lot. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Oh, back in your day, <laughs> back in your day, old man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? They did some things that we're not, they're not proud of <laughs> that they wish they could take back. Maybe this is one of them. You know what I mean? I really missed a golden LA, soundboard LA opportunity it, and I'm kind of upset about it. LA called it. LA called his father Pappy, didn't he? Mm-hmm. <laughs> How old are you, sir? <laughs> There's no reason for this. LA likes, oh. to li- LA likes to listen to songs where their lyrics like this. Who was on crack? <laughs> That is the LA go-to. If you don't have, why does people? That's not people crack. If that's not crack cocaine on there, I don't listen to it. I like. I, I, hold on, I like how I'm, I'm the crazy one for for not the crazy one. Uh, real quick question, LA: Have you listened to the the Rome Streets and Ransom album? The who? Rome Streets and Ransom. No, you'll actually really like that album. Who who's who does it? Rome streets. Who does it? Who does it? The person. No, no. The, 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 the is two people. Rome streets who signed a Griselda. They only talk about cocaine and ransom. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. You, so you do you listen to like the whole Griselda camp, right? No, I don't actually. That's your crack. No, they, that's all they do. They talk crack. They, t- they talk. They, they talk. Look, not crack. all. Not all of them are good. Oh though. my god. What? What did? Wait. Oh. What? <laughs> not all of them are good. <laughs> not all of them are good. I don't, what you want me to do? Not all of them are good. They haven't convinced me. Who is me bad yet. for Zelda? Tell me. Uh, <laughs> who's going Tell me, please. Name? Uh, oh. I already know he, West Side Gun. Just say it, nigga. <laughs> yeah, that was it. That's exactly it. Yeah, no, you think West Side Gun is bad. So, yeah. so that means you don't listen to 
the two of the best rappers in the world right now because West Side Look, Gun. This because they're the most popular. Oh wait, I take it back. I don't Whoa, think it's. It, it might not. I think LA, it's. Conway. Stop it. What would you? They're no, nice. No, wait, no, who has the weird finish, voice? No, finish your sentence. Go ahead. Who's the weird it. voice? One? What do you mean no, 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 weird no. voice? What does that no, mean? One of them have a weird voice. I don't know what He's that means. About West Side Gun. He's talking about West Side Gun. Oh. One of them have. One of them have a voice that takes. It takes a long time to read. Is that who it is? Very high pitched voice. Yes. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Yes. That's West Side. I'm sorry. Yes. West Side. Boom. 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 You know, West Side Gun's a very acquired taste. I'm not mad when people don't like West Side Gun, but Conway is crazy. So you like Griselda? <laughs> I guess I like... I like. If you like Benny and Conway, you like Griselda. You like Griselda. Because they're the ones really I mean, I like two out of the three. They're moving it. Oh, they're the, the ones moving it. Why, why are you doing this semantic shit? <laughs> you like Griselda. <laughs> But I will tell you, I will tell you, I don't have any of their albums or mixtapes or anything. <sighs> so if they pop up, like on a feature or something, I don't, I don't is like one of the best rappers in the world right now, right? And that's me saying that. Look how I butcher rappers on this show. He's <laughs> nice, man. Like he's one of the best rappers in the world. And he talks today. that 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 moving, that pushing. <laughs> Look, man, it take, I, I'm telling you, it takes it takes a it takes a lot to get over my my bar. They was okay. moving it. Your, I don't understand where your what bar, bar is. You don't have a bar. <laughs> what is this bar? Look, man, I had. I you have, you I asked have, us last week whether or not American gangsters should be cut. I don't know where your bar I never, is. I ne- well, look, you you're framing the question incorrectly. All right. <laughs> no, you made no, it he's seem actually as helping if I said you. He's that actually they were bad. You. Because he's helping you because you put it against one of Jay's worst albums. Yeah, I didn't even say the album that you put it up against, which would make it he's worse. He's actually helping you because if people heard the album <laughs> you put next to it and then said well, that, that album, they really want to fight you. Look, <laughs> I don't know what it. Is. I don't know. I don't know what it is with, with music to me. It's just the fact that it take it like when something new comes out, it take a, a really it takes a while for me to really latch onto it because I'm so used to just listening to what I want to listen to. Like I'll just have same things happen uh, on repeat over and over again. Like, this I, makes like if more I was born, if now. I was born in like the 1920s, I swear I would have like a stenographer uh, shit with a little uh, with the big horn on it. <laughs> I would have one of those just playing all the time. Just do 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 do. Because I don't Cam, leave hearing this. I don't leave the pockets up. Hearing this now makes the movie rants make sense. <laughs> it makes sense. You have a very tight, uh, what's the word? I don't. I'm not using the word negative, um, narrow negatively. But you have a. There's just no, a way no, you. True. There's a way you I want. Am. There's a way you want your stuff. <laughs> I have a narrow. I have a narrow field of vision when it comes when it comes. And to if music, stuff sure. doesn't fit that, then it's hard for you to separate that and just to look at it without, you know, it's like like How I can. How do you like Baby Keem's album? What? <laughs> Why did I like baby? I think I think it's because I like Kendrick. It's because the the cosign for one, the cosign the the cosign made me like it, and then when I start listening to it, uh, oh, so you are saying Cam's cosign not good enough? Ooh, (laughs) all the narratives I put on me. Damn, damn, Don Marco. No, but no, but if you like cosign, Jay Z, Jay Z likes them. No, I understand that. Let me finish my explanation. Oh my god, Uh, the. I had to get used to because I didn't like Kendrick Lamar when he first started either, and that was mainly because of his voice. I couldn't get down with the voice. I was on a road trip, and uh, it was a long time. Ago. I was on a road trip. And I put on I put on Pandora, 
I put on Pandora. I know everything. To force myself I to listen to the stuff. I, I, I think it was uh uh what was it? Something had a baby. Um what was the song he had? Say that, Brenda had a baby. Brenda It's <laughs> the wrong artist. No, 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 no. He has a song that matches or that's like Brenda has a baby. You're talking about Keisha's song. Oh yeah, Keisha's song. Uh I heard that song. I was like, oh, this nigga kind of deep. And that's when I that's when I was like, okay, let me start paying attention more. So it took it took I don't know. He was already three albums in a mixtape in by the no two albums in a mixtape in. By the time I this was wait this was like after to pimp a butterfly came out. No, uh, that's two albums in. Didn't he have one before that? He had overly what is it overly dedicated? I'm not. I've never because if you count overly dedicated, that's a mixtape. Oh, okay, some people, okay. I thought that was section eighty. Count, some people count section eighty as an album. I still don't. Some people do. I still is section eighty not an album? And then you to have me, good. Kid, not, and you have good kid, Mad City. To me, his debut album is good kid, Mad City. That's to me. Okay, but if that's, you're, that's, what you fair, mean, that's fair. I'm not. I'm not going to argue that. So you're section saying, eighty was out at the time. So you're yeah. saying it wasn't until Good Kid, Mad City that you start liking him? No, no, no. I no. I, the I no. I listened to section eighty. That's what. I, that's what was. That's what most of the songs were coming in from Pandora was Section Eighty, mm-hmm. and then when uh, Good Kid, Mad City came out is when I became a fan, like a real fan. After that, so you just wait. <laughs> okay, so it was um, okay. That's not bad. I mean, it's not like you were, you waited until like after album after to pimp a butterfly to go. Oh, wait, you like no, no, no. I didn't wait. No, no. I was already. A, <laughs> I know. I was already a fan by then. Cushion Corinthians was was there was a time Ooh, when I, that, that, that had a hold on me. I used to play that all the time. Yeah, that see, I missed that crazy one, today. and I missed overly. Uh, what was it overly old jokes? Overly dedicated. <laughs> overly dedicated. Overly right. overdosed. I didn't listen to it. I didn't listen to it at all. Overly overdosed. Completely missed it. I was overly overdosed. I can't tell you one song from that. That's oh that man! Well, I can, I can understand people not liking Kendrick early on because the alien voice thing. He was really going hard on that. Open your mind up and listen to me, Kendrick. <laughs> <laughs> he was really going. He was going really hard with that voice, so I can understand why. Mm, people might not but no, it yeah, Section Eighty was what turned. Okay, turned okay. So let me ask. The this. problem is in between the alien voices, he was dropping like the heart and the heart part too. Yeah. So I don't understand how you didn't know that this thing was nice. Like, so know. okay, so. Is it that like you listen to it and you don't like it, or you don't even really want to dive into new stuff? I think I think there's a there's a because you wall said you haven't me. even heard Anderson Pack, like you don't even really listen to Anderson mm-hmm. Pack. That man made your all. heart don't stand a chance, it, which is which is which is fire. <laughs> I think I think what it is is that the way I listen to music is so different now because it used to be way back when I would get on LimeWire. Uh, burn you mean it's entire, easier to listen to it yeah i burn an entire artist like i would go i would go searching for new music like i would i would actually seek new music because i was uh i was mixing cds and i was selling them uh in in college like i would i would burn and make little he didn't just uh, wear his hat people. like dj drama He <laughs> you know i wasn't you know it was like selling drugs you know you'd make something you pass it on they pay you not to say that well, i know the formula i'm just saying that, <laughs> that I, that's what i was doing uh, and that's how I was. That's how I was like, you know, <laughs> that's how I was picking up on new music every day. I was searching for new shit to listen to. Uh, and then there was a change that happened. I don't know. Like I once I pretty much had the artists that I wanted to listen to. That was pretty much it, and that's who I listened to over and over again. And then I would I stopped listening to like albums in full. Like I was listening to stuff like on Why? shuffle most of the time. And I stopped searching for like new artists. And then I remember somewhere around the uh, 
somewhere around the like the snap era and the uh the future stuff was like when i felt like every new artist was just sounding that had that sound and the migos and stuff like that i was like i don't really like nothing that's coming out so like i i just that nigga wait, just but future but future future <laughs> wait but future and migos don't sound alike together i'm i'm saying i'm saying that type of artist where it was emerging at that time but i don't I think they're the really... same type of artist fam you just blended 10 years together the snap era <laughs> Future there were people Migos. there were people in between there were people in between like wale and j cole and uh and cuddy and stuff like that there were people in between that i was listening to that but i'm said, saying like between the mainstream between sound that was 2003 and 2012 <laughs> <laughs> the mainstream sounds at the time were you know tony montana and stuff like that you know what i mean like there was a few of them that i that i did like but it was far and few in between like i think i just didn't like the 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 direction a lot of like popular hip hop was going. Whoa, wait, 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 wait. Like what years are you talking about? My nigga, I just told you, if he said the snap era, he's talking about like 2003 all the way to like 2012. <laughs> he said the snap era and Migos and future. Like, what, like, 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 like really? Like, I don't like, I'm, I'm trying to understand. D4L birthed future. So how do we, how do we, how do we separate these things? Then I don't like D4L. No future so without you. Fable. You don't respect Fable? Are you disrespecting Fabo? I don't like D for L. I don't know what to tell you. Disrespecting Fabo on the Lord's. Okay, I don't like. No, I, I don't we, like that sound. I, know we I don't like that music. I know we didn't plan on sticking here long, but I got questions. Yeah, I know. <laughs> We're here now. Okay, so unpack like, it. <laughs> so, like, like Cam said, you gave a wide, like a wide range of of years here. Like, what do you mm-hmm. like? Like, what what particular era do you are you saying that that you said that there wasn't like as good of hip hop or like what do you like? I'm trying to I'm trying to understand exactly what what you're saying. I think I think I got into the, the I think I got into the mode of where there was only certain sounds in hip hop that I was looking for and I ignored everything else. So like for example, uh the J. Coles, the Wale's, the Kid Cuddies. Um <laughs> but I was also but I would also like I would like like songs from like Lil Travis and uh Lil John music. So there was there was stuff in between, but I just wasn't. But it was just like like uh, like what Kanye would drop, I would listen to it. Like, like what like, years? Like I'm trying to figure oh, out what God. era are you talking about? I don't know. Uh, probably like 2008ish, <laughs> 2009. <laughs> Somewhere in there. <sighs> the year that 808s and Heartbreaks came out. <laughs> and I didn't like 808s and Heart. I didn't Jesus like 808 and Heartbreak. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Immediately. <laughs> I like it now, but I would my I didn't I didn't I wouldn't I didn't respect the auto tune at that time. Like, I didn't I didn't understand what he was doing. This nigga's backpack was so both of you like 808 and Heartbreak when it first came out. He didn't like no he wanna hear about love lockdown. Nigga, I love it. <laughs> I did it. I didn't. I didn't. I'm sorry, I didn't. I didn't I didn't see the vision when he first came out. Because you were too busy flipping. I didn't back. like the fact that he did auto tune. <laughs> I didn't like it. This nigga's this. What well, I've never understood the hate for auto tune. I, I I still don't understand the hate for it. I just felt. I think it just it felt like a gimmick that was being Barbara! overplayed and overused. <laughs> when it felt when it felt like it was an overplayed and overused gimmick is when I kind of got tired of it. Okay. And I think I think people like Future really sealed the deal for me. Hey, I got like, I got I'm a, I'm gonna fuck you up with this one, bro. Did you ever think that rapping about drugs was an overuse? No, mm. never, not once. 
That one. <laughs> that one time. It's like tremendously overdone. Done. It like but auto tune. It describes the nineties. But but, but auto tune. Yeah. Like it describes now. <laughs> everybody. Everybody. <laughs> I got to work on the block. Oh. Yeah. Rappers are rapping about the same things they did when LA liked them. He doesn't like the cadence they use when they do it. <laughs> that could be it. That may that may actually be it. Like okay, all right. So I have a th- uh, I don't know how much of a theory it is, but I think with music, kind of like with movies, I found that there are some people that it's hard to like enjoy a thing that they can't relate to. Like to look at, like for instance, like I could look at like some old movie that came out in like the fifties, and it's like the subject matter they're talking about is one that like has nothing to do with me, but like I, I can look at it you know, without any emotion and just judge it on the fact that it was a, it was a thing that was made and I could just say, okay, this was capably done. And I think, but I think there are a lot of people that are like, if they can't make the connect in their head, then that damages their thought of it. Even if it's a well done movie or a well done album, if the style isn't one that I like, then it's hard for me to get out of my own sensibilities and just judge it as a as a piece of art. Yeah, and I can't even Bye-bye. like if somebody put on a black and white movie, I can respect some of them. But it's again, just like to Antonio's point, it would take me a while to really like get into it, just because like it's not what I'm, it's not what I want, it's not what I'm looking for. So like take uh take like Twelve Angry Men, uh, an older. Don't movie. you do it? Um, whoa, whoa! Don't you do movie. it? About to say player. Don't what you? you about to say no, 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 no. It's a classic. It's wait, wait, a classic Cam, movie. Wait, 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 wait. Pause. Really quick, Cam. I'm gonna add the. I need you to send it to me when dude says, uh, "Hold on, player." Remember from the uh, <laughs> who's the guy from WWE? Um, the black dude. Oh, oh, Teddy Long. Yeah, hold when on he walks. Minute, player. Yeah, I need that. <laughs> I need that. <laughs> hold on a minute, player. Hold what on, you I got you. Hold, yeah. on, hold on. But it took. I think it took me like three watches before I actually like respected it. Wait, because I, I think the first time I watched it, I wasn't really paying attention. Then the second time I saw it, um, I think I was watching it with family or something like that. And I I remember I still just not really getting into what was going on on screen. And then I think the third time I saw it, um, I, must, I probably was a little bit older. You know what? Like, okay. Everything everything makes sense now. But I think I think what made me watch it again was because it referenced in something else that was popular. Um, I can't remember who did it. Maybe it was Family Guy or something. I had watched. I was like, "Oh, this is familiar. I've seen this before. I've seen this like play out before." And then I had gone back a and few, a like, few oh, okay. things do it, but like from a cartoon standpoint, yeah, Family Guy does it. Um, hey Arnold does it. Yeah. Well, there's a there's a lot of uh, I didn't realize that, like if you were a kid of Looney Tunes, like they used a ton of stuff that was used like back in the olden days. Um, as far as like references and jokes and stuff like that, um, that I didn't find out until I was like way, way, way later. Um, but yeah, man, I think, I think I just have a very particular ear and something, it just has to hit me a certain way for me to like really like it. Cause I can like, I can like a single and hate the album. I was just like, oh, that's, this is the only thing I really liked off this whole thing. Like this, for whatever reason, this, this tone and style was the only thing I enjoyed and I didn't like anything else. And that could just happen randomly. So music for me is like just eclectic. Like it just depends on what I hear first. So like the first introduction of what it is, I need to hear that and I, it has to like really hit me in a certain way. 
whether it be like norm normally it's like lyrics. It's usually for me it's like lyrics first, then flow, and then beat. It's usually how and that that could change sometimes, but it's very rare. So if I hear a lyric or a bar that's like, ooh, that's fucking I like that. Then I'll go back and like hear it again and be like try to pick it up a second time. Okay, I got one more question. And then Yeah. How big of an Eminem fan are you? I think he's one of the most overrated rappers of all time. Interesting. <laughs> and that's not to say that he can't put words together very well. I just I just don't think not and I'm not saying that he can't rap. I just think I think he gets way more I think he gets way more love than than is probably needed. Like out of out of all the rappers, like for people to put him at like number one a lot of times is kinda of wild to me. <laughs> There's just so many better people. My man about to like, slander twelve wanna, angry men. I get men. it. You want to kill your ex? I get it. <laughs> He's get about it. to slander twelve angry men. I was about to lose it. Yeah, no, I, I could not have let you slide trying to slander twelve angry. Men. Oh no, no, I would no. It's it's a it's a fantastic movie. It's very good. I, oh, I'm yeah. just saying I, it. I, took, I, it I'm nigga. just telling you that the it took me a while to get there. Is what I'm saying. You say that thing. So I can I can be I can be moved. I'm not a I'm not a rock. You know what I mean? I can be moved with the right with the right uh, attitude, but it just takes a minute sometimes for me to really really get onto something and enjoy it like i can't just enjoy it because everybody else enjoys it like i, I gotta find something there's gotta be something in there for me to like really really like so like with baby king for example i really end up enjoying the single a whole lot and then i went and uh listened to it and because i think because i have an affinity for kendrick lamar it made it easier for me to want to listen to him i think the same thing uh it was somebody else that it was kind of like a similar, a similar aspect happened. I think it was Kid Cudi. Because uh, I remember Day and I came out and I liked that, but I didn't like yeah. something else he put out. Uh, but he had the Kanye cosign and a lot of the beats and stuff. So I was like, oh, well, I guess I'll give it a second chance. So you're saying you like Kid Cudi? You're, you're who the label yeah, I like say. I, don't, I didn't like you're, his you're most recent You didn't one, like 808s. Like you're who the so labels what? say that like, this is why labels think the cosign thing works. <laughs> because because <people laughs> I mean, like a lot of times it does, though. Cause niggas think, oh man, Murphy Lee's with Nelly. I'm buying that album. When <laughs> <laughs> we did it, it's not like we didn't do it. No, I didn't. No, you want to know the difference? If if Ali dropped the album, I'd have been like, so nigga, Murphy Lee has some <laughs> stuff I already like. I wouldn't have cared. Slow down, said, oh, I'm a rapper now. I was gonna go, holy Frito Bandito. Nelly's friend has an album out. Gotta go buy it. Oh, not, I didn't buy Memphis Bleak's album. Nigga, I'm not doing that shit. <laughs> Man, we all knew. We all knew. We all, we all knew. <laughs> we all, when we heard Memphis Bleak rap, we all was like, oh, okay. He's just a friend. No, what hurt Bleak was Jay-Z <laughs> saying, no, Jay-Z said, he could be better than, he has the potential to be better than me. And we were, niggas was like, okay. <laughs> now, y'all remember when he said that? <laughs> like, nigga, no. No, not even if you wrote for him. No, it's not, it never happened. Yeah, Bleak never had it. No, no, not at once. Um, that was a that was a really long roundabout way of saying your music taste ain't it. Now, so we go we go to do next. <laughs> I will look, man. My my, I can't I can never defend anyone's. I can't defend my music choices versus everyone. There's just, I like what I like because I like I like I I defended Dom Kennedy and Currency and, <laughs> and y'all niggas the hate fuck them. Is going on? <laughs> I niggas hate them, and I love them. I don't. They their music hasn't been as up to par as it used to be. Cam, but I do Cam, when they drop a project, I'll go. Cam listen. in the last ten minutes. Cam in the last ten minutes, he said he's not gonna listen to Conway. 
but he's gonna defend Dom Kennedy. Oh, <laughs> he'll, he'll die on a Kennedy Hill. Conway the Machine. One of the best living, breathing rappers on this planet. Can't get spins. You gonna listen to a nigga Dom Kennedy who, who's, who went bald at nineteen? I can relate though. You know what I mean? I can relate to that. Oh my god, that nigga rhymes example with sandals. You gonna rest with that nigga? Oh man, LA. We gotta make a can. We gotta put it. We gotta put together like a like a playlist for LA. I, I look, I will accept the challenge. If y'all put together a playlist for me, I will I promise you I'll listen to it. And I'll give you my, my honest review of all. Conway is really honestly, great. There man. are some times where like, oh man, I'm I'm just I'm I'm missing the boat. Like I can't I I want like I want to try to listen to new things, but I was like, God man, I can't I can't fucking I don't like Conway's a lot of this shit damn near forty years old. Just don't listen yeah. to that like man. It. Conway is almost forty years and old. And he be talking about that moving that spins. moving that stuff. That man got shot in the face. They had, has yeah. Bell's palsy and still raps better than ninety percent of these niggas. What's wrong? With and you can <laughs> hear it too. That's when I, I remember the first time I heard him, and I was like, "Why does he sound like that?" Because I hadn't, I never seen him. I'd only heard him first, and then I think I saw him. Um, he was on some radio show, killed it, he had a, a a freestyle, and then I saw like, oh, and then he mentioned it that he had got shot in the face. So it's like the way his mouth, the way he holds his mouth, and it's like you know, but. But then he raps dope, so he has I mean, a unique. That was never a problem. He has a unique sound, but then it's also it like fire bars. Like he got shot. <clears throat> All right, uh, so <clears throat> while you are doing a really good job of defending your musical taste, uh, Travis Scott fans have been having been defending this nigga for the past <laughs> week and a half, and they are working double time. Astro World. <laughs> They are working triple overtime to try to. Their paycheck is going to be fat this Thanksgiving. <laughs> try to defend Travis. <laughs> well, they all getting refunds, so. Yeah, the the aftermath of Astro World has is still going. Uh, Travis Scott has said, "I will pay for the funerals of those who have lost their lives." I think a ninth person lost their life, so rest in peace to them. Mm-hmm. A couple other people were pronounced mm-hmm. brain dead, so you know that's, that's oh, fucking shit. terrible. Uh, <clears throat> You're getting more like in like on hand accounts of people who were with people who died and what happened and how it happened. So, but he's offered to pay for the funerals, which everything he's doing right now has come with backlash. Because one of the, like one of the first things I saw was Travis Scott goes to Dave and Buster's after the aftermath of Astro. Oh yeah, I was like, I saw that. Oh shit, okay. And then it's like <laughs> Travis Scott says he'll pay for the funerals of all the people who lost their lives, and he's giving refunds to everybody from Astro World. I was like, oh, that's a decent thing to do. And I saw somebody comments, yeah, but if they accept the funeral money, they can't sue them. I was like, is that true? <laughs> so I don't know if that's true. I'm not a fucking lawyer. <laughs> like, I don't know. If, it sounds plausible, but I don't know if it's true. And then it's, oh, Travis Scott is offering one month of better help, which is a, a therapy, uh, online like therapy membership thing. He's offering one month of free membership for better health to anybody who wants it they just got to hit that use this promo code to get a free month everybody's like oh that's great he's offering therapy and then it comes out is he offering therapy or is he just hoping that they can get free referrals for better health and then he'll get money for every free referral for everybody who extends their thing it's like god damn wait wait time out is he really using a youtube ad subscriber <laughs> better what health to give people that's a real uh, thing better help better help is a I, i've heard it on podcasts i listen to a lot too like yeah it's like one of those things on where they have the <laughs> <laughs> they have uh well not the, not the way you talked about it just now 
<laughs> I mean, so they, I'm sure we psychologically have, damage a lot of people from the show. They basically <laughs> say you sign up and you can try to like meet up with therapists. But this guy did a video too on TikTok, just tearing BetterHelp apart, basically saying if there's a there's a very high chance that anybody who basically any referrals they get that actually last longer than a month, Travis will probably get like a big jump percentage of money for each one. Yeah, that's how. Uh, if that is the case, <clears throat> I mean, it could, or he could have just negated that within the partnership. That's also highly possible. Yeah, but more than likely, people are going to point towards no, he's just trying to make money and profit off these deaths. So that's also not helping Travis. It's it's just been a mess. He was also supposed to perform. He was supposed to be the headliner for Saturday Night at Day in Vegas, and <laughs> surprisingly, he did not uh, do that. Who would have thunk it? But yeah, when when Fortnite said you done, you yeah, done. when the game where you <laughs> kill people said hey. You're a bit offensive for us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. No more of these for you guys. Um, no more ragers. I, I don't. Uh, I don't think by any by any stretch of the imagination that Travis Scott's career is done, but it's definitely going to take a huge blow, at least for the next upcoming months. I and think the best thing for him to do is uh, go ahead and pay whoever you need to pay. He's probably losing. Probably going to lose a lot of money. Go ahead and uh, use that McDonald's money that you got and um the sneaker money that you got because nike as of right now has not let him go and pay all those people pay as many people as you can oh i forgot about maybe the nike don't deal. say anything <laughs> for like a month yeah Just he relax hasn't said, he hasn't said anything since the, the black and white reveal video so yeah that that video didn't do him any favors because his body language was all weird he had a black and white filter which was odd because it's just like that seems preemptive like you like you really thought about how this would look so you put it in a black and white filter because you sad like i don't know who advised him i I think somebody did tell him that oh you need to say something but it it looked very like choreographed um and then him with the whole uh, like holding his head like he got like he had a headache i don't know the video didn't come across very well for a lot of people um especially of course online is never is always insatiable but like uh he probably like i said he just needs to pay everybody shut his mouth go away for a little while uh until people move on to the next thing which inevitably will happen i mean something else will happen before like i november we haven't even got the thanksgiving yet (laughs) we haven't even got the thanksgiving yet and i don't even i can't predict what the next hoorah tragedy is before i don't want to try to even predict what it might be like december this if i I don't know. December has twenty twenty one been worse than twenty twenty. Uh, yeah, because niggas is back outside and they have lost their mind. <laughs> they was in. They was locked up the first time. We couldn't really go out. Now was everybody outside again, doing the wildest of shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. They they coughing and sneezing in people's mouths again on purpose. You know what I mean? So it's just all it's all in their there. mouths. <laughs> They're peeing on people. It's a crazy time in twenty twenty one. We literally. Went from pandemic, everybody mask and gloves to peeing on faces. That is what 2021 has now allowed us to do. Hey, but it's sterile and he likes the taste. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I don't know. Um, I, here, here's, here's what the determining factor for the Travis barometer for me is. If his, when it's, his, he has sneakers come out. So for people who, who are uninitiated and unaware, he has a deal with Nike. He has a very coveted sneaker line. Um, if his shoes oh, come yeah. out, the if his Scott shoes come out, which they come out in December, if his shoes come out and they're still available on the sneakers app, then I'll nigga, be that is not done happening. Done. I was like, oh, this nigga is done, done. No, that's just you. If that happens. I was like, he has no chance of coming back. 
That's the barometer. That's the barometer oh, for me. Honestly, if he can't come I back after that, I'd be like, oh, no, this over this in a couple weeks. If they all sell out, I'd be like, all right, he's fine. He'll be all right. That nigga's fine. If I see one more conspiracy theory post about this, stop it. Just fucking stop it. Stop trivializing the loss of life by trying to turn it into some big witch hunt for some demon worshippers, nigga. Just stop it. His whole I'm tagline so is see you on the other side. Do you are you familiar with psychedelics at all, you stupid motherfuckers? <laughs> <sighs> okay, sorry. Uh, Antonio, I imagine you don't really have no thoughts on this one, right? Nope. Well, Antonio's yeah, a festival good. aficionado. They call him Festival. <laughs> he, he, he's he's one in a million with this shit. Uh, uh, you know, I, I people care. That, I, I don't. Uh, I don't not care about the loss of life. I don't want that to be. Of course, we know that's taken. But what I do. What I don't care about is a lot of the outrage because I don't I don't think it's going to be a thing that lasts and it will be on to the next thing like we always do next month. It'll be something else. And people are still going to pack out his uh, his his festivals. I know people who were like I know people that I went to school with who were at who was at that festival and was posting stuff like, damn, the festival was still dope, though. Like he's going to be fine. (laughs) He's going to be just fine. Because the people, Yo, damn, the, R, damn, R.I.P. But man, he did most, sicko mode though. Because here's nigga. the thing: most wow. of the people who are slandering him are people who were never going to go to his stuff anyway. Facts. That's a fact. His fan base, I don't think, is going to be detoured from something like that because they're probably going to be the type to understand what happens at these types of things. Obviously, it never usually gets to that extent, but I think they'll just chalk it up to the game. Um, I went to a, I went to a wedding. Uh, this past weekend, shout out to my boy Drew, baby. Um, got married, and the DJ put on sicko mode. Crowd went crazy, so <laughs> I think think Travis gonna be fine. Um, speaking of things that Antonio doesn't care about, uh, Kanye West interview on Drink Chance did so well that they had to do a part two. <laughs> so I'm here to, to tell remix, you right, right now, we don't care. Let me tell you, six million viewers would disagree, Antonio. <laughs> See, you know, see, see, just look, just what I just what I was just talking about. Kanye, Kanye goes on whatever show, the TMZ or whatever, and talking about how slavery wasn't choice, and everybody goes flipping crazy. But yet, every time Kanye opens up his mouth, everybody runs to go listen to him. Like I, the outrage is annoying, and he's annoying, and that's why I just look the other way because it's all annoying. All right, Van Lathan, relax. Listen, look. That's, that's a beautiful thing. Oh, that's a beautiful thing. It's all fake. <laughs> hey, look, look, listen, listen, listen. I listen to Kanye talk. Because I just want to laugh sometimes, sometimes, and then sometimes he'll sneak in he, some, some good information every now and then, and then other other times I'm just there to laugh because he goes on these he goes on these ama- amazingly intricate tangents with name drops. It's like it's crazy. Like he started talking about how he was like, "Yeah, that's how I got Kim was by you know clothes. You know what I'm saying? I would go over there and style her. So remember when I got canceled for the Taylor Swift thing? You know what I'm saying? I got off stage for that. So, you know, me and Virgil, we went out to Paris. We was working for Louis Vuitton. We had this guy that we was working with who became the head of Louis Vuitton, who signed Virgil to Louis Vuitton. And see, we were working with this other guy who worked for he was with Giuseppe. So we went to we went we left Paris, went to Rome, and I started working with Giuseppe. And I actually designed the Giuseppe suit. The shoe would kind of look like this. I had a gold plate on it. So I designed actually designed that shoe that that double zipper shoe that Giuseppe put out. I designed that shoe. So what I did was I took the one shoe and I took it over to Kim's house. Why did you have to tell us all that <laughs> to get us to you just design shit for Kim? And that's how y'all clicked up and linked up. Why does he do that? It's insane, really. It's a puzzle. I don't know why. <laughs> that's deep. I don't know that's why. Deep. I don't know why. Um, yeah, man. Yo, look. that part, that, there was nothing deep about that part of the internet. Nothing at all. <laughs> 
Let's shout out to Nori though. Yo, shout out to letting Larry Hoover Jr. speak on behalf for on behalf of his father, who is you know, you know, still locked up. He's been locked up for Larry Hoover Jr.'s entire life, which is forty seven years. And people who are on the same case around him have been released, yet they won't release him, even though he qualifies to be released. So hey, <clears throat> big ups to that. That's, that's a beautiful. Th- oh, that's a beautiful thing, man. No. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the, the what was weird about the Larry Hoover Jr. thing is that Kanye <laughs> it it looked it looked I, t- I just told you guys before, but it looked like Larry Hoover Jr. was just kind of like handcuffed to this nigga of like, oh man, please don't please stop talking. <laughs> you know, I don't know if you're helping me in this moment. Like I it just felt like it was Oh, you mean when he was purposely interview. bigging up Trump? <laughs> yeah, like when the he was first doing step that, act, guess who implemented that? It was Trump. Niggas, y'all gotta stop acting stupid. Just voting for these Democrats because they ain't even doing nothing for you. But Trump is. I'm a multi-billionaire. Yeah, he, he had his Steve little Trump jobs. Really. Google. Yeah, he had, he has he has these these uh, little little idioms about himself um, where he keeps wanting to compare himself to people like Steve Jobs and and I think his his mannerisms. And the things he that he wants to accomplish. Also, Vladimir is, Putin. Don't forget that. Doubt. Okay, so yeah, we're, I'm gonna get there. So I think his his the things that he wants to aspire to, at least some of the things that he wants to inspire inspire himself aspire himself to be is admirable. But then there are moments where he transitions and breaks into these train these this train of thought, where people still like he doesn't get pushback. Like the I'm I'm not. Uh, I'm not downplaying Nori or Drink Champs or DJ EFN because they're not the ones to do this. But like when he said, "I'm I, I'm young Vladimir Putin," there was nobody in the room to be like, "Nigga, do you know who Vladimir Putin is?" Because <laughs> they knew who he was, but they don't really know who he is. You know what I mean? It was like this nigga is a ruthless dictator. <laughs> Why would you ever want to put your name in correlation to that? Like it's just. When he goes off on stuff like that, and I hate, and this is what we talk about, people going live, it's like, man, I know what he be saying, but y'all don't know. Like, he can't really, he he be thinking so fast, his words don't be coming. Well, nigga, slow down. <laughs> slow down then. What the fuck are we talking about? Like, people keep uh, wanting to put these uh, larger than life things on him. And then when he comes out and says, dumb shit, nobody, nobody refutes it. I'm like, nobody took the time to be like, maybe not him. Don't do, if you want, okay, Steve Jobs, whatever, Walt Disney whatever you know what i mean but it's just like these people are so these all the people that he talks about super flawed individuals right they they provided something of course uh that we we still all to this day enjoy right but you know walt disney (laughs) anti-semite steve jobs horrible father (laughs) you know what i mean so it was just like then a lot of what he did was marketing you know what i mean he wasn't even a tech guy he just knew how to present tech he did, wasn't really a tech person. I mean, there's numerous, plenty of things for you to read uh, about Steve Jobs and uh, who was actually doing the work to make Apple the company that it is uh, on the tech side. But like the people that he he attaches himself to on a daily basis, nobody ever like double backs and asks him the real honest questions. I think when people do, when he flies off the handle, then people will be like, oh man, you don't, you just don't understand. You just don't understand. And I was like, man, we got to, I don't know when we're gonna get it to a point in our our period of time where we take large figures like him and just be like, "Look, man, you do a lot of great things, but some of the things you're saying is not right or correct." And nobody's nobody's really doing that right now. 
But you know, this nigga is nine billion up. So who, who are we to talk about? <laughs> who are we to say? That, that crazy and when he when he brought that point up, he was like, I'm not Billy crazy. I was like, Yeah, you're right. <laughs> He's right. I don't know. To, I can't I can't refute that. Uh, to him. I mean, I I don't have the numbers. <laughs> I don't have the numbers, but according to him, he's not Billy up. But I, I don't think I don't think money there's a lot of rich folks that aren't great. So I mean T D Stale, you know what I mean? Uh I will say that the second part of this interview is way worse than the first part in terms of what he said. Uh, I think it puts a lot of things into perspective when it comes into Kanye the person. So, and then he took more times to take digs at Talib Kweli, uh, which I know Cam enjoyed very much, <laughs> and he doesn't refute. Uh, Talib did uh, try to go in the defense and went on Instagram and posted all of uh, the assumed um, ghost writers for Kanye West, but then nobody was there. I was like, yeah, <laughs> I, was like, yeah I don't care. <laughs> we don't care about that. So Kanye won Talib zero. Um, speaking of people who Kanye nine billion nine billion Talib zero mm-hmm. Talib negative seven and three eighths. <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, somebody who's in the shadow of greatness and can't get out of it, Scotty Pippen. <sighs> Scotty Pippen, and this is the one Antonio does have stuff to talk about. So strap in, folks. Uh, Scotty Pippen came out with a book. Uh, What's the name of his book? Who gives a shit? <laughs> that was a good title. That was the name, right? Uh, Scotty Pippen Pippen's. came out of a book Who recently. He's gone on press tour, press tour <laughs> and decided that I really he don't care. Like, I was going to open Michael. up Google, but I don't even care enough to open up Google. I have no idea. <laughs> he came out and decided that he was shit on Michael because he's upset, I guess, that Michael was great and that he was great, but nobody's, according to him, saying he's great. This nigga really got on TV and said the flu game wasn't that great. I had a, a bad back, and you don't hear bad back game. First of all, nobody would want bad back game Scottie Pippen fours or whatever the fuck. That's first and foremost. Secondly, as uh, uh, Monty Jones so clearly uh, eloquently said, yeah, you can play with a bad back, but – if I could see that you're clearly playing with a playing with a bad back, <laughs> that's not to be. Who's going to talk about when that? your stats reflect? <laughs> he your had bad back? eight points. <laughs> yeah, when your stats assists, reflect the fact that you had a bad back, three rebounds versus somebody who had a, a quote unquote full game and still played out of his mind. Jordan, when he was sick, <laughs> nigga had a game winner. <laughs> put up thirty eight points in a pivotal game of the NBA Finals and hit a game winning <laughs> three. Winner. That's why we are talking about it. And not the most you. impressive play of Scotty's game was helping that nigga off the court. Because, <laughs> when you, court. because when you were hurt with your bad back, he had to score 45 points. The... Yeah. <laughs> Just for this them to close laying on, the deal. Laying on the sideline. Laying down. Oh, my God. Towel down. Scotty. And we don't want to do this. We don't want to tear I down Scotty. I don't want to. But no, never mind. No, I want to. I want it. That's why. Pause. I want to. That's why Future fucked your bitch, you oh. big nose motherfucker. Get <laughs> <Yeah>, money. <laughs> oh, what the hell? What the hell is Scottie Pippen thinking about? Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm. That nigga be, be swinging at Jordan jerseys like. A <laughs> 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 oh, oh, man. Okay. Okay. Jump man and was furious. Okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> that was both from both sides. <laughs> Future, and he's rapping about the guy I hate. Joe man, Joe man, Joe man. Okay, okay, here we go. So, uh, two th- last year. So last year, uh, Michael Jordan puts out. The well, Michael, the not Michael Jordan. ESPN puts out. Yeah, I'm the last say, it dance. wasn't Michael. It wasn't no, 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 nigga. Is, you said it right the first time. Michael which is a Jordan 10 part, put out. Yeah, a ten part document docu series that was following the '98 uh, Bulls season, which, which they, which right yeah, which they discovered at the beginning of the season would most likely be the end of the lo- the the road for them and even Phil Jackson dubbed it the last dance which is where they got the title from. Mm-hmm. So not only does it go back and chronicle Jordan's career from college or from as a kid all the way on up to this point um it also kind of deep digs into s- several of the teammates that were involved in um that dynasty. It talks about Steve Kerr and like what happened with his dad and all of that, it goes into Pippin, it goes into Robman, you know. Apparently, Pippin was not pleased at the way that he was displayed on this docuseries. Now, I don't know what he thought they were going to say, but if we're chronicling the 98 season, then we're going to have to talk about the fact that you prolonged the surgery because you had beef with the owners, but this thing would hurt the team. And then about the fact that when they're in the finals, you were dealing with chronic back issues. And maybe he feels like he's not given enough love and respect, but let's just, let's, let's start here. He's already a, he's already a hall of famer, an actual hall of famer. He was named the NBA 50 greatest players, which we can have conversations about that. He's heralded as, or at least at the time was heralded as like a top five player in the league. People use him being successful. uh, The two, the two years, a year and a half when Jordan was not there, they use his success there as a reason to down, to downplay Jordan. I can make the argument that the same media that he's begging to give him more attention has given, has maximized literally his notability. I mean, I don't know if there's, I don't know if there's a player who's, well, I don't know, but I, I think he has literally gotten all of the all of the credit he deserves. He's literally gotten it all. I don't know if there's much more that people can say, and I would say that some of it is probably inflated because he was standing next to Jordan. But now, I don't know, maybe he feels slighted, he felt whatever, I don't know. And I'm not even I'm not even upset with the fact that you don't think that you are given the credit that you you deserve. It's that you're trying to nick at Jordan in order to do it. And it just comes off as you just being a whiny little kid. And it's like, fam, you're a six-time NBA champion. You are a Hall of Famer. Stop acting like you're just some guy off the street who's begging for attention. Because right now it just seems like you're begging. And it's making you come off sad now. So I could just say this. I feel like. I mean, honestly, for, he he made the crazy statement that MJ is only a superstar because he came on the team. Never mind the fact that M, uh, MJ was an MVP, Defensive Player of the Year, and scoring champ when nobody even knew who the hell Scottie Pippen was. And Jordan is over here trying to fight the Detroit Pistons while he's missing games because his head was hurting. So, I mean, if we really want to go there, I mean, we can go there. 
You gotta tear down a, a legend to do it, but whatever, fuck it. Um, well, here's, here's, really, here's, here's one of my real quick, real quick. I love, I love when Antonio gets in his back. <laughs> I'm sorry, because you know, it's goddamn it, it's good. Go ahead, Cam. You know, sorry. One of my favorite. This is one of my favorite Scotty Pippen stories. There was a time when Scotty's on the Bulls with Jordan, of course. And he actually starts saying, you know, hey, I feel like I should be getting the ball more. I don't see why. I mean, I don't really feel like, you know, Mike's that much better than me to be getting the ball more than me. So, word of that got back to Jordan. So, at the next team practice, Jordan didn't even let this nigga touch the ball. Locked this nigga the fuck down to the point that they had to stop practice and say, hey, Jordan, calm down. Relax, man. He said, nah. This nigga said he like me. He 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 can do this right. Well then then do it. They had to stop practice, so Jordan would leave this nigga alone. Scottie Pippen is soft. Charmel Cottonell, fucking just soft. This nigga weak, bro. Weak. Scottie Pippen. Scottie Pippen never ar- never averaged more than twenty weak. points a game. Now, I think maybe was two he an years. Amazing he defender. Did. Yes, he was yeah. an amazing on-ball yes. defender. You can't deny that. You can never take that away from Scottie Pippen. But I might can argue Jordan was a better defender than he was. That a lot of people will attempt to make that argument. I don't know if on ball he was better than Scotty. I, I don't know if he was on ball better than Scotty. It's just that great offense beats, beats great defense most of the time. And Jordan didn't have to guard the toughest guy on the court because Scotty was there. Jordan well, just got to play the passing lanes more often. So he, he had to score because Scotty wasn't going to do it. No, absolutely. No, absolutely. But that's a, that's a, to have somebody that good defensively next to you for both of them, honestly. It just really helps uh, your case. It's, uh, it's wild to me that fucking Scottie Pippen watched The Last Dance. And not just him, some <laughs> others, but he's the most vocal. Scottie Pippen watched The Last Dance and no, said, No, it's hey. his buddy horse. <laughs> he really he said, hey, that's weird. They're not really focusing on me. <laughs> first off, nigga, you weren't in Space Jam. <laughs> that's first and foremost, nigga. <laughs> Secondly... Sneakers dropped the Jordan fives during the last dance. Didn't tell nobody, just dropped it. Did they drop any Pippins during the episode? No, because <laughs> your ass was laying down on the sideline. It was not Pippins? for you. <laughs> it was never for you. It was about Michael and everything around him, which you happen to be a part of that world. And I don't understand why you couldn't see that. When you want a documentary, you go hit up the niggas at 30 for 30 and ask for one, okay? But don't <laughs> nobody want no Pippin documentary. <laughs> Sit your ass down. What if down. I told you? What if I told you? You pay the niggas that made the last dance to get you Without Michael off, Jordan right? isn't interesting. It isn't. <laughs> On 20 for 20. Because then we saw, we saw what happened when you were the guy and you were mad that a play didn't get called your way and you quit on your damn team. I don't want to hear anything be, about that's it. Gonna be the, that's going to be the first 20 for 20 is a Scottie Pippen story. <laughs> Nobody gives a fuck about like, that money care. hungry ass nigga. That big nosed country ass nigga. <laughs> don't nobody give a fuck, I had, bro. I had 13. Snuff a gets in the face ass nigga. They don't talk about how my how I play my back. Because nobody care. You didn't do anything. <laughs> nobody cares about that. Listen, here's the thing. Listen, like it's not even like Cleveland from the Cleveland show. <laughs> nobody cares about that. I thought the documentary was clear at celebrating his efforts. And showing that he was doing everything that he could to get on the court. And I have no problem admitting that. But no, we're not going to talk about that. Because it didn't mean anything. It really didn't. Rodman? He was just a decoy. Rodman went out, fucked Carmen Electra, did a bunch of drugs, came back the next day and balled out. 
they talked about all that. Dennis Rodman didn't come back and be like, oh, why y'all tell that story? <laughs> Dennis was too busy Does, fucking with Kim Jong-un. <laughs> <laughs> he's fine. And he's way well, worse off than you are. <laughs> so what the fuck are you but complaining about? I don't feel like about? I was given my proper due. Don't you remember that time <laughs> I scored 20 against Cleveland? <laughs> <laughs> and it's sad, man, because Pippen has some of my favorite basketball moments. Like, he look, dunked, look, Pippen, he dunked on, you dunked on Ewing. He dunked he on Ewing and then, told, and then told Spike to sit his ass down. That was that was a moment. That was a moment in in, in NBA what history. Happened. He, he had a goat with him, so you know couldn't, cl- couldn't close the deal. Stood the fuck up. That's what couldn't close the deal because he ain't had a goat with him. He needed the goat to close it. Everybody want to talk about how great Pippen was. He did all that yapping against the Knicks and got sent the fuck home. Okay, there's a reason for that. Yeah, man. If, if he really if he really wanted to do something, he should got a ring when Jordan was gone. That that would have that would have got you a doc. That was to me. That was just asking too much of, of the East. Was really like people kind of sleep on how good the East. Yes, the East was so fucking stacked, bro. Like he, there's no reason they should. But that just also goes to show. But it does it does show you. Hey, Scottie Pippen is a very capable player. Like I feel like akin to what Paul George is having to do now for the Clippers. Like you're you're a great great player, but you're not that guy to take a team from the ashes to the title. Like that's not what you want. So to do. so right. there's so for the people. It's one of those if you know you know because there's not a whole lot of information on it. But Jordan did a thing called uh, the Breakfast Club. This was back in like the late '80s. This was after like the second or third time he lost to the to the Pistons, where him and his trainer basically determined that he needed to put on weight because he was only like a buck eighty, buck ninety, and he was just getting abused. So he got he, about like fifteen twenty. Yeah, pounds he put on like fifteen twenty pounds, but he. Pippen attended this thing and Pippen was getting and, and so there was a point like the first year and a half with the Pistons they were beating up on Jordan and then Jordan got to a point where they were like okay all the Jordan yeah. rules then they thought then they got to a point where they're like yeah we can't stop this nigga this nigga is all all world but you know who we can stop that nigga <laughs> over there so they were just like fine Jordan score 50 points a game we don't care but what we will do is we're gonna beat the hell out of this dude and he was leaving games with headaches Cause he was getting beat the hell up. So I have a big nose. If you aim for my nose, my head will hurt. I don't see. (laughs) You sound like Morgan Freeman. (laughs) Yo, tell me that nigga don't sound like. (laughs) I like to play the game of basketball. My brother and my brother and sisters all thirteen. What about what about what about my my father? I could have got my father killed. They taught me how he to should be thanking him. He should be thanking MJ every oh time he get. Thank God. you, Michael. I am a fi- I'm a six time NBA champion because of you. Thank you, Michael. They I this am nigga a- Jordan a gambling addict. They said he got his father. That's killed. what I said. I so said if you're ta- mad because of your back, fam. The only negative things that you hear said about Pippen is they talk about his contract, but nobody really knocks him for that. We're like, that was wild. It didn't even you- put him in a very negative yeah, light. But we knew you were a young guy trying to take care of your family. Nobody knocked you for that. And the crazy thing is, in the 2020 light, him prolonging his foot injury, we're like, yeah, he should have. Like, nobody's knocking him for that. So, But Jordan has no problem talking about his gambling, no problem talking about how the fact his 
his dad was murdered. Like, if anything, there were more nicks to Jordan's character than there was to Pippin. But I Pippin wants Jordan to sit had here. Jordan to cry on camera dog. to defend his the way he played with his yeah. teammates. Like, but dog, Pippin's dog. mad his, because he thought because he called him selfish or whatever. Like, man, if you don't get the hell out of here, Pippin. His, his Pippin dad, then goes his, on they, the air not too long after this documentary and said that Jordan was selfish because he left the Bulls after '93. So yeah, his father was murdered. So he left it. He left the NBA. Oh, but you were you were uh, you were you were selfish because you did that. But I'm not selfish because I prolonged the surgery in a year that we knew was our well, last year together. But honestly, you decided bro, to make a personal choice. None of this. None of this should really be shocking. He's kind of going back and forth. I feel like if Jordan don't pick up his call, he just gets in a mood. Like he's, he's that type of he's that type of petty bitch. Because like there was a time when he would be like, I don't know why LeBron would ever compare himself to Michael. He'll never be as good as Michael. And then like a year or two later, I think I think as far as overall skill, LeBron has surpassed Michael Jordan. We like, need, like, we need you fuck? to huh? Cam. I need you to do like some Morgan Freeman lines. I know it's borderline. It's, I do more. I used to do uh, reviews in the Morgan Freeman voice. Oh my like, god! Yeah. <laughs> You, it but was yeah, so funny. Nice. Jordan Jordan did not cry. He didn't shed one tear when they were talking about his dad. It wasn't until they talked about him. <laughs> you think you're a bad a teammate? teammate? Hey, bitch. It's <laughs> when he fucking turned the waterworks on. I said, God damn. Jordan, this is what caused Jordan, the Jordan, you have a, Jordan, you have a chronic uh, gambling uh, uh, issue. <laughs> you're, Jordan, you're you're gambling, gamb- your gambling might have murdered your dad. Oh, well, uh, uh, Jordan, you're a bad oh, you're teammate. Listen, if you, can't, if, you, if you can't play that way, don't play that way. Don't, don't play that way. Cut. <laughs> <laughs> this is what got the reaction That's out of my him. goat. I love it. Uh, no, hey, if you know anybody should have been mad, it should have been Jordan. You know how many times though he's probably had to talk about that shit though, <laughs> like about his about his dad. Like, no, I was, understand, I mean, but Jordan, you're gambling too much. It's, it's fun. It's a hobby. It might have got your dad killed. I just love the game of basketball. <laughs> <laughs> you're a bad teammate. Let me tell you something. Shh. Let me tell you something, brother. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Oh though. man, That's but it so got wild. you six rings, Scotty. You're a Hall of Famer now. Sit down. Go enjoy that. You got Go. enough rings to spread across your big ass nose, you <laughs> fucking bell pepper face ass nigga. That's like that's like Andrew Bynum coming out today to speak bad about Kobe. Like, come on, man. He might. He like, actually yo. might. Fisher, Fisher coming out and saying, you know, man, there were times I thought Kobe should have got me the ball. Nigga, you what got about, rings why, that, you, why, that you would not have had if you weren't on that they, team. They put out the they put out the Kobe shoes. Where the where the point four shoes? Oh my where, god. Where I like Adidas too. <laughs> <laughs> Where the air fish? <laughs> I got a logo. What is wrong like, with these like, niggas, man, dog? Come on, dog. Like, get out of here. That's, that man. shit is crazy. I know Jordan Kobe is, ever is made just... a shot in point four seconds? I didn't see it. <laughs> hey, y'all see when he slipped up and called Westbrook Westbrook on TV? Yeah. Oh, my God. I hope I hope Michael Jordan buys the publishing company for Pippin's book. So every time he sails, he gets a sale. He makes every time you besmirch Jordan's name. Which this is yeah, very, go ahead and talk I, about me, nigga. This is go very talk obviously about like a, a campaign rollout or a trollout, whatever you want to call it, where he's just he's, he's getting the clicks up. He's getting the engagements yeah. up. So people will read this boring-ass book that's going to be full of backwoods and dirt roads like his career was once he didn't play with Jordan. And it's uh, like, it's like, chapter, it's like chapter outside one, of... my brothers and sisters, 13 of them. <laughs> Look, outside of selling books, which, which is not a bad, it's not a bad reason to go on a press run. It is, but it's, but it's like, his book. But it's like, what is, <laughs> it's like, what is the end goal? Like, do you really think that people are going to be like, hmm, maybe Jordan isn't as good as we thought he was. Maybe Scotty was the man. Nobody's going to do that. 
there is one career I, there's no career I'm less interested in reading a book about. Fam, and that's the sad <laughs> and that's the sad part. Listen, I understand that the Twitter webs oh is not God. necessarily represent all of reality, but it is not going the way he thinks it is. Niggas are killing him online. Like he is yeah, getting that cooked. book should be that that book should be called <laughs> Scotty Pippen, the NBA's cuck. <laughs> that's what it should be called. If, it's like uh, if Michael fucks you over. What's really, you what's really bad is it, he's asking for a reexamination of his work and his ethic over we've, Jordan. No, we've looked at it. We've seen. I know, it. but I'm saying he wants to reevaluate. So he wants niggas today to really look at it again and be like, I don't think that's going to go the way you think it is. <laughs> I don't think that's that going to happen. The way he was he a. Scotty Pippen said he's a much better teammate than Michael Jordan. <laughs> hey, you know what's funny though? If you Google search Scotty Pippen. You get more stories about Scottish Terriers than you do about that nigga. <laughs> oh my God! Look, Scotty was man. Tito. Scotty. Wait, no, was, actually, hey, you wasn't Mike. Like, his, his book title is very apropos. It's called Unguarded because they didn't have to guard <laughs> you, nigga. Michael Jordan's over there. Well, nobody no sending no doubles Pippin's way. Let <laughs> that nigga. Nobody, nobody was playing the boxing one for nobody. Scotty. <laughs> Nobody cared. Oh, Jordan Nobody passed it to Pippen. Oh, boxing shoot. One defense for Scottie Pippen. Niggas exhaled when turn, Jordan passed the Pippen. They were turning Pippen. their backs and boxing out as soon as you got the rock. <laughs> Go ahead and shoot, nigga. Nobody cared. They was like, oh, wow. Pippen's the guy? Great. I bet. I the bet the Knicks, nigga? The, the, Knicks, chance, the Knicks were licking their chops when they saw they the Bulls would, without they would Jordan. Run a, they would rather double throw, throw a double at Steve Kerr. <laughs> 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 throw a double at Scottie. <laughs> Oh, curse in the corner, curse in the corner. Yeah, <laughs> they say, Yo, longly down low. Longly down low. <laughs> okay, let's do this. Look, let man, let's close with this, Scotty. Scotty, oh, you played shit. you played your part, you played your position, you played it very well. But don't try to slide into the number one spot, all right? I'm Mr. Unguarded. Play your part, stay, bro. stay in your role, stay in, stay in your position. Play your I can't part. wait for the Wade and LeBron breakup. I can't oh, wait for that God. one. I'll read those books. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Oh man! Speaking of people who's playing their part, uh, Leo DiCaprio is playing Jim Jones, and Black Twitter said, Bullying. "Word, <laughs> word." <laughs> oh, let's do something with this, and uh, it was fun. It was very fun to see. Please uh, differentiate <laughs> the photo. Don't just say that. <laughs> and Jim, <laughs> Cam, I think you have more information on this than me, but I definitely I enjoyed seeing a lot yeah, of the. So- uh, Jim Jones takes my favorite though is him in the snow. <laughs> Shit getting out of hand. Shit getting out of hand now. Yeah, <laughs> Leo go kill so, his part. What's actually happening is Leonardo DiCaprio is playing Jim Jones, the cult leader, <laughs> famously known for uh, for, for Jonestown. Kool Aid. Where yeah, whenever they says don't drink the Kool Aid, this is yeah. where they fucking got it from because he basically made like a, some shit like in he mixed cyanide the show? yeah he mixed cyanide yeah, no, what, was, what was the show with midnight mass think of it like yeah that. oh yeah <laughs> that's what he made, he made <laughs> yeah that's exactly where that came that's where the inspiration he is made that. all of, once he knew that the shit was about to hit the fan because some journalists had come to his i forget what he had moved out of this country it was in Ga- ghana guyana in ghana okay guyana was, yeah. yeah so he he basically he had basically become a cult leader he went from america to there some American reporters had come out and actually some people had begged to leave with a congressman was there. Yeah. Congressman was with them. And actually some people within the cult were begging to leave. So they were leaving. They were getting on a plane to leave. And some people from the cult actually killed some of them. Sent some dudes over there to stop them and people died. Yeah. And then actually some of them got killed. So he said, well, shit's about to hit the fan. Now it's time for us to meet God. 
mixed Kool-Aid. <laughs> and unfortunately, Game over. thousands upon thousands of people died. They didn't want to drink it. They were forced to drink it. Children yep. were forced to drink it. Like, it was bad. Um, so that movie is apparently getting pushed through. But of course, Twitter going to be Twitter. So all it said was Jim Jones. So the photoshops were excellent. The Hustler's poem co- co- cover with, <laughs> with, with, with Leo's face is Jim Jones. It's crisis. So you tell black people, oh, Jim Jones, they don't think about the cult leader. They think about... Mm-hmm. The nigga from Dipset. That's, on, that's the only Jim Jones they recognize. <laughs> uh, I on a on a real note, I think that Leo DiCaprio is going to kill it as he always has. Um, he's one of the most charismatic actors that we have in Hollywood today. I'm 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 sure by the end of the movie, some niggas are like, I could I could I could probably do it. I could drink a little Kool-Aid. <laughs> I could drink well, a little cyanide so, Kool-Aid. Okay, so here's the thing. It's kind of crazy. So. There, that church was based in like uh, somewhere like Oakland, somewhere in the Bay. Mm-hmm. But he, so he was a social worker, and what happened is he started a church, and he was one of the first churches in the area that were actually um, like desegregated. So he was actually seen as like a, a forward-thinking guy. He was a revolutionary guy. So it started with people thinking like, "Wow, here's this guy. He, you know." He, his church is representing the type of America that we want it to be. So it, it started, like most of them, as really sensible. He was no different than like a Joel Osteen, a T.D. Jakes, whoever. And then, you know, little by little. No. Yeah. <laughs> and then little by little, things got a little bit wilder. And they thought the idea was, hey, let's just, I think, I don't know if he, he bought it, whatever. But there was like this camp that he had. And some people moved. And then the rumbling started when families started to either question where their family members went because a lot of them weren't able to contact or people who were able to get contact out were like, actually, this isn't going as great as we as we think it should. So then they ended up sending reporters and a congressman. I think the congressman died. But yeah, yes, so the congressman did die. Yeah. So so his character. So that guy was charismatic. He was a guy that people actually liked. So it wasn't like he was some crazy guy initially. That people fell for, so I could see. I, I, I'm interested to see how they how they take how they treat that. Yeah, and I could see Leo killing than, it. Than Jay Edgar, hopefully it goes yeah. better than Jay Edgar. Which I did. <laughs> I didn't hate Jay Edgar. I personally didn't, but it just didn't connect. I didn't hate it though. That was that was his one of his first real Oscar bait movies, and it just didn't hit. Uh, uh, to throw not, not uh, quick aside, uh, one of the first I remember doing a school project. And I chose Jay Edgar Hoover, Jay Hoover as like out of the list of things. They was like, these are people that you can do a, a report on. Ew. I chose. I was like, oh, FBI, that's cool. <laughs> thinking, thinking only with child brain of like, I've seen movies and TV shows and you know explosives. And I was like, oh, FBI seems cool. Explosive. And I started researching Jay Edgar Hoover. I was like, yeah. this nigga racist as yeah. a. <laughs> and I, I some people. I started. Still <laughs> some people. I started as a. As a I started a book report and came out of Black Panther. <laughs> I was just like, yo, what the fuck is going on here? Hey, random, really quick. You know who I think is half black? Uh, uh, um, not Elway. Who's the guy that does the he does the, the the things on Fox? He does the Fox games. Troy Aikman. Troy Aikman. If he ever does that, they, they, they do the dark in his skin and say he look like Jay-Z. He doesn't like yeah, Jay-Z. He that. has a Negro nose. But anyways, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Jay Edgar was a nasty guy. Yeah, they, oh, they say God. that they say that he was partially black. And I don't know if you guys ever heard about there's this whole theory that the KKK, like its original run was essentially ended by the mafia. Have You ever heard that before? Mm-mm, no, I never heard that. But I don't yeah, disagree. They, they, I they say that like know. they say that in a roundabout way because of the influence of the mafia and the mafia actually at one point targeting the KKK. 
they were able to stop him. And basically they say that J. Edgar Hoover kind of turned his a blind eye to the mafia going after the KKK. Mm-hmm. And they try to point to the fact that it's because possibly in his, his lineage, <laughs> he had some African-American descent. Yeah, mm. but then he honored that by spying and hunting going after martin luther king (laughs) niggers that were talking to to (laughs) talking up too much so yeah yeah Yeah. didn't didn't exactly equate on that martin luther king martin luther king said i would prefer a little bit more trim than i'm getting at home and jay Edgar said i gotcha bitch (laughs) i fucking gotcha well he all he all he really had to do was talk to joe rogan and it could have been taken care of actually (laughs) (laughs) so but he erased all that. Segway, <laughs> Joe Rogan, ladies really and quick, gentlemen. Really quick, really quick, Cam. I appreciate that segue. I think you deserve yeah. a round of applause. We haven't used the soundboard that much today. We need to get back on. Joe Rogan, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Joe Rogan was on his podcast this past week. This is a sick Negro, <laughs> and felt the need to enlighten America and let us know. That if he so chooses to, because of his dexterity, he could suck his own dick if he wanted to. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> he let he was talking to one of his guests and said, yeah, you know, I've, I've gotten down there just to just to know if I could do it. I, I wouldn't do it. I've never tried it, but I could if I wanted to. <clears throat> to which somebody reposted and said, this Aaron Rodgers doctor, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was about to say. This is, the, this is his friend. He came out publicly and said, this is my friend. I could suck my dick if I wanted to, ladies and gentlemen. Aaron Rodgers' doctor, Dr. Rogan, let America know that if he so chooses to, he's going down. On himself. On himself. You now, some may say... rib like Marilyn Manson. Mm. Yeah, some may say that Joe Rogan is a comedian, quote-unquote, and that he was making a joke. I would question them to say, when has he ever been funny? <laughs> I would like to say what the premise of that joke is and explain to me why it's funny <laughs> that he can do that. Because I don't think I don't think it's humorous. <laughs> and he decided out of nowhere that he could do that. Because that lets me know he's tried. <laughs> he's tried and he's succeeded. And he decided that on his platform that was a, a free option for him to go ahead and tell everybody that it happened. Now he can come out later and be like, ah, it was just a funny. But then I don't try ah, I think yeah, I don't think it was. <laughs> I think he wanted to get some information out there, and now it is. And I believe it, because he took ivermectin. And somebody who does that will do anything, in my opinion. <laughs> if you're willing to take some horse medication, you're willing to suck your own dick. That's L.A. LA quote. It's <laughs> an L.A. quote now. The math adds up. Oh, man. Speaking of hiccups, uh, MCU has <laughs> had... <laughs> MCU has had some uh, little snafus. Uh, and uh, so Disney Plus Day um, just happened not too long ago uh, for all those who don't have Disney Plus. Stop being broke. You know what I mean? It's four ninety nine, $7.99, whatever the fucking case is. Stop being broke and get it. All right? I don't want to hear all that. I got too many streaming services. It's, it's not that expensive yeah, it's yet. It's $8. Right? Like, get on board. Guys. That's a- plenty, plenty of people giving out free subscribes uh, right now. All right? Stop being a little brokey. Uh, but Disney Plus Day came out. They introduced and announced a couple things. Uh, during that, um, there were some reports that came out for other properties for MCU. Uh, stuff like Moon Knight and this Marvel and some Star Wars stuff. And uh, the reception for it was uh, mid to less than mid, unfortunately. 
Uh, one of the things that came out and reported it was Doctor Strange was going through massive reshoots. Uh, I think they say uh, Bitter Dead Cumberbatch was working six days a week to reshoot uh, different things. Now, me personally, I don't find it all that troubling. Uh, Cam has some different opinions. Uh, in my in my eyes, they probably either thought of something cooler, realized they messed something up that didn't match with the storyline that they wanted to handle. Uh, and now they're just like redoing a couple of things. So I'm not terribly worried. Um, we're with Eternals. We're going to talk about that uh, more spoiler review. But with Eternals coming out, I think a lot of people think that Marvel is uh, like on the ropes. But uh, I don't think so. Like their track record in terms of what they've brought out has been either really, really good to OK. Um, there's very few like bad things that they've put out. So I don't really have a lot of. Uh, I'm not afraid of what's going on. Some Star Wars people were mad that they didn't get a lot of trailers, but Star Wars people are always mad. They're mad at everything and everyone all the time. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, Cam, when you saw the news, you, you thought it was going to be a little bit worse than that. What news? Uh, that Doctor Strange was going through massive reshoots. I think that is worse. Six hours, six days a week, my nigga? That's you doing a movie again. This <laughs> is like, like, hey, yo. And we had to come in and do three weeks of reshoots real quick. They're doing a lot, like, Antonio, am I tripping on that thought process that this is a lot, like, this reshoot schedule that they're on? I guess. I don't care, though. <laughs> I don't, I'm not saying, I just think that it's like, you never hear that from Marvel, like, yo, we had to reshoot everything. I think, <laughs> like, I think, I think not knowing shit. the why is what, is what's the funny part. I don't know if we'll ever know, but. Well, they'll, they'll never tell us, yeah. I mean. They're, they're a vault because there are there were there are good and bad reasons for having to do massive reshoots not necessarily good but they're understandable <laughs> i was gonna say like, they, they're like, only good in like hindsight. understandable <laughs> like okay yeah okay that's made sense or like wow you guys did that because but how often has marvel really had to question their own plan and backtrack to that degree i don't know that's what i mean that doesn't usually well happen. i don't know i know like i was telling uh i was telling cam off mic um we we've seen this done before like on movies like Endgame like the the whole end credit not that end credit I'm sorry the ending scene where uh, Tony Stark says I am Iron Man that was a reshoot that they came back and did um, I think they redid the that's one scene that uh, the women's uh, like all the women characters getting together that's that whole scenes. scene was reshot mm-hmm. um, so I mean, I mean sometimes they come up with a different idea and it was like oh they this, said this six days better. a week <laughs> I agree. I agree that that's a lot. I agree that's a lot. But I'm I'm not. I'm not worried. They said they got this nigga Benedict Cumberpatch working like he's making a new iPhone. (laughs) 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 You talk about two scenes from Endgame, boy. Something's afoot. I don't like it. Something's afoot, bro. Now, uh, now I will say this: Um, Letitia Wright on Black Panther Two. Uh, that's the whole production has been paused. So that is more concerning to me than the reshoots. I'm um, trying to say like she hurt her elbow or something like that, right? Uh, I don't I'm not sure exactly what the injury is, but they said she got no, hurt. It was a back injury. Yeah. They oh, said she got hurt. Yeah. Her back got COVID. Yeah. But here's the thing. <laughs> nah, so, so, she taking, she taking ivermectin. So the thing was, but they said that she was released like that day. So people are wondering like, was the back thing really that worth that to where they had to wait? Like if they have to wait until the start of the year, because I think they have most of it shot. They just need to yeah. reshoot her. They need to shoot her parts. So I don't know. I think there's a lot. There's a lot riding on Black Panther too, and there's certain reports that Mbaku is going to be the new Panther. I, I don't think that's going to happen. Well, at all. That's not what I heard. Well, I could tell you what I heard, but I don't know if 
we want to do this. Yeah, uh, uh, possible future spoilers for Black Panther two. Okay, um, skip I'll, over this. If I'll you give want. you. I'll give you a moment. Okay. Can that can that be our can that be our official spoiler? <laughs> yes, <laughs> can that, that be our you, official spoiler? That gives you your time. That gives you your time to click off if you want to. <laughs> yeah, please. So okay, please. so what I heard, and I don't. <sighs> okay, so. Letitia is Black Panther in this movie, but Letitia. I assumed as much as well. But Letitia, according to her own words, only wanted to be Black Panther for one for one movie. So what what I'm hearing, and I I don't know if we want to post this somewhere, but I could find I could find the guy who quotes this gal who apparently has been right about a lot of this stuff. Is saying that the way that they're going to treat it is. Um, by the end of the movie, you're gonna find out who the bl- the next Black Panther is gonna be going forward, and apparently, it's going to be the heir of T'Challa and Nakia. Hmm. So that's be mad at that. that's the way that I'm hearing that they're doing it. Now, there's the there's the the kind of tug of war of people who are kind of like, we should just recast the the character. And then there's there's the side that's like that's so heavily connected to Chadwick that it's like it's seems too soon to just replace him already. There would definitely be a negative backlash if they recast him. Because it, yeah, like Kevin, it's, Kevin Feige has been pretty adamant that they're not going to do it. I mean, anything can change, but he's been pretty adamant that they're not going to recast him. So that idea makes sense. Now, from a timetable standpoint, how does that work? Like, do we got to wait for this kid to grow up? Like, what are they going to do? With that, did, did he already have the kid? This is I don't know. Like when does when does this movie take place? So mm-hmm. I don't know how they're gonna do it. But I, it's my opinion is that it's if that's true, it's one of the maybe they'll use the multiverse angle and say that he came from a different yeah timeline. That's true. But it's they could use the multiverse better, to introduce a new Black yeah, Panther. It's one of the better ways I think you can do it. Like I don't know if I necessarily love it, but I wouldn't be against it. If you know now, how are they going to work that out? That his character has a kid. Then what happens to him? Do they actually kill T'Challa off in the series? Like, and I mean, in the movie, how do they do that? That I don't know. Maybe they can use the multiverse. I feel like a lot of these movies are can use the multiverse to fix a lot of stuff. And they will. <laughs> I mean, I, they're they're going to. I mean, they're gonna. It's going to be used to separate Spider Man from our the MCU world. It's going to be used to. Uh, redo Loki in terms of like him being alive again, quote unquote. Yeah. Uh, so we've seen that we've seen these types of things be done before. If you're a comic book reader, uh, you're very used to this type of stuff happening over and over again to replay characters. Unfortunately, though, in real life, when somebody passes away, like Chadwick Boseman has, you can't just bring him back uh, in a way that's unfitting for the character. So the in the comics, Shuri, who Letitia Wright's character is playing, um, is or at least has had He's the mantle. Very anti-vax. <laughs> she's also very anti-vax. Yeah, uh, she's played the character. She's played that uh, title before. Yeah. Um, there's rumblings the, that they the are gonna, kicked out of him, and she. Yeah. Is, yeah. <laughs> there's rumblings that they're going to do kind of like a Young Avengers type joint. Uh, later down the road so if they were to do like a son of black panther i could see him sliding into that type of slot um 
they want to introduce people like Namor, um, yeah. who's a mutant. So that might take some time before he gets in there. But there's a lot of like cross uh, stuff happening with like Atlantis and Wakanda storyline. So there's I, a, say, I thought there's, Namor was in this movie. Some people suggested that he is. There's no, I don't think that's a, there's no confirmation yet that this happened. Because the if they were to do that, the conversation then is like, okay, so is he a mutant or something else? And I think they're going to work it out. Because even with the character title, Miss Marvel, who in the comics is an inhuman, uh, she has different, uh, from the trailers that we saw from Disney+, Plus, she has different like powers uh, that work similar. Because her powers are very similar to people like Ant-Man and Wasp, where she can like grow and shrink. And she can also stretch her body like Mr. Fantastic, which they've already announced the Fantastic Four is coming back. So they have to separate her in some regard in terms of what she can do power wise. Um, but I know they're going to they're going to try to slot her into um, like if you watch. Announce uh, John Krasinski as Mr. Fantastic, you cowards. <laughs> he really should play that role. I'm not I'm not mad at that that casting at all. And I I feel like they're going to do it. I just feel like they're just waiting to pull the trigger on it. Um, but I, I have I have no doubt in my mind that they've in the background been talking about talking with him for a while, but like getting him to do it. Um, yeah, but there's the multiverse is going to be used a lot of different ways to fix a lot of different things, correct a lot of stuff. I think it's going to be used for Black Panther. Black Panther two though is going to be really seminal because Chadwick Boseman did such an amazing job playing that character, and you can argue the semantics of the movie and uh, the plot and all that other stuff, regardless of all, you put all the things to the side, Chadwick Boseman crushed that role. And to put anyone else in that role, it's tough. It's going to be very, very big shoes to fill. Huge shoes to fill. And you're going to need to really play that story out correctly for people. I mean, we we see what happens every time a new Batman comes out and people lose their shit about over whether or not they're better than the next one. But Black Panther, I think touched, and reach the level, uh, reach I people in a level Monger. that it's, just, you know, <laughs> but they, I, it, he, it's just, there's a different connection there into, in what Black Panther meant. And then the way that they're, Oakland, it's not California. like, <laughs> well, it's not like they're changing characters because one guy wasn't that good or because a different director is doing another movie. So they just have to, like a guy died who yeah. was supposed to be like one of the guys going forward with this next phase. So it's just like just you recasting him. It's just, you know, it's kind of tough. <laughs> uh, I think it was Jimmy Kimmel or Jimmy Fallon, one of the Jimmys. Uh, they were doing this thing where they had uh, like the poster, like the movie poster in front yep. of a curtain. Yep. And they had people standing in front of it. Uh, uh, saying, I watched it was Kimmel. Like, no, it was Fallon. It was Fallon. It was Fallon. Okay, I watched yeah. that. I watched yeah, that shit like 10 times after he died. Dog. I was so crazy. sad, Dog. man. It's so, it's, it's insane that a, that a movie allowed it to happen and uh i know some people will never understand it of like why that was so important but when those people are speaking to that poster they're not even talking to chadwick at that moment they're literally thinking they're they're talking as if they're talking to Mm t'challa and that's such a uh impactful thing and then when he comes from behind that curtain they still speak to him as if he's t'challa you know what i mean he became something bigger than what he was and it's a really special moment, man. Uh, and uh, you know, God bless the dead. Chadwick Boseman, rest in peace forever. Uh, I, I, yeah, rarely man, be, I rarely get down when celebrities die, but man, same. that Chadwick yeah, that, that one hurt. That got me bad. That one hurt. That I don't. I'm not hurt. a. I'm not a very audible movie watcher, but one one notable like audible outburst that I had was watching Civil War. Bucky jumps from one out of one 
window onto another roof and you see the mm-hmm. shadow of someone and it's like, okay, who's this? And then you see Black Panther and he's whooping the shit out of Bucky. And I was just like, holy shit. I said that out loud, like in the movie theater. And it was mm-hmm. just the impact he had. It was like, yeah, you had all these characters, but it, I don't know if there's any other character that hadn't had the splash that he had in being introduced. And no. yeah, so just, no. to just I mean, I think the closest, I think the new. closest thing to that is maybe Spider-Man. Yeah. Uh, Cause yes, nobody yes. thought it coming, yeah. but like when, even, even that scene where he shows up, uh, they play a little bit like the music, they play a little bit of the Wakanda music that they yeah, play in the black. There's Panthers. a reason why they have him. The first person that walks through in uh in game, like he's the, of all the people who could have came through that little portal first, mm-hmm. they have black Panther come through first. And that was for yeah. a reason. So, I don't think yeah. we've met. I'm Clint. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Such a good fucking line. Oh, man. Yeah, man. Damn. Yeah, that one hurt. Sorry to bring everybody down. <laughs> We're going to bring yeah, you back up in yeah, a second. Yeah. Uh, actually, maybe not, because uh, this is the moment where uh, me and Cam, mostly Cam, uh, will get to talk about <laughs> how Netflix is on a troll mission <laughs> to take every favorite anime that you've ever loved in your entire life and turn it into live action uh, soup. <laughs> oh my god. I'm gonna get some more some more uh, some more bumps from, from famous shows and we can start using them for these purposes. Oh um, yeah. <laughs> I need some and then I'll probably ones. eventually I was gonna get some fresh prints ones too. And some Saved by the Bells. I love the <laughs> the same by the bell bumps was fire. Uh, so um, they had the great sad ones too. Uh, um, anyway, because I was about to get into the their after show and the that one. That shit was fire. Um, these niggas at Netflix, these whack motherfuckers. They I don't know if they have any. Maybe because we haven't. Maybe they just they've already seen it, and maybe they're just like, wow, this looks great. Let's do it. Let's do it with everyone. Which Let's, scares, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna which scares me. It scares me that they're, they're so all in. But I don't know. I'm just backtrack a little bit. <laughs> Here's a little fun fact about Cam Archer. Okay. Uh, My mm-hmm. favorite anime of all time is Cowboy Bebop. Mm-hmm. My second favorite fantastic. anime of all time is Yu Yu Hakusho. Mm-hmm. Also fantastic. My favorite introductory anime for people is Death Note. Same. This is one of the things me and Cam actually absolutely oh, <laughs> Netflix they, a couple years and back they tore the shit announced they were doing a live action Death Note. And I said, nigga, what? With Willem and then Dafoe. They said, they said Willem Dafoe is playing. And I'm like, uh oh. This could I be don't nice. know yeah. if there's ever been a more perfect. That nigga came in with no makeup on and played. They showed, yeah. they showed the picture uh, of Ryuk and William Defoe's Ryuk. I said, oh, okay, well, this might be all right. That shit was. <laughs> was perfect. I wrong? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. No, no, he was fine. He was fine. Ryuk was perfect. <laughs> they said, we got Lakeith Stanfield playing oh, L. My now, this is before I knew that Lakeith Stanfield only plays Lakeith Stanfield. <laughs> yes, <laughs> same. I was like, I like him in, in Atlanta. I like him in Atlanta a lot. I was like, yo, my nigga from Atlanta, my nigga about to, my nigga going up. I in the building. It's still I in the building. But you know, nigga be doing this his own thing sometimes. They can be acting in his own movie every movie. Mr. Uh, Moan Room. He was playing L, the one of the most iconic characters in anime to me. He's dope as hell. And then the movie came out, hmm. and it was fucking terrible. <laughs> terrible. So Garbage. bad. And they tried to leave it open for a sequel. 
trash just absolute ass the way they even the mia the mia character all of it all of it was so bad i don't even think i finished it i think i got an hour in like i'm i'm out these niggas ended <laughs> on a ferris wheel later. the was ending so was distraught. so bad they literally had l with a gun he was because he didn't get his candy like this nigga was oh my oh all right so they left it open for a sequel whatever then i hear a hey, yo netflix announces a live action cowboy bebop no before <laughs> that anime. avatar oh. <laughs> that's technically an anime Whoa, so i am afraid that's an anime though yeah they're this an anime so I it's like i afraid. was like they're doing a what now i was like they're doing a live action cowboy bebop well <laughs> okay i don't know what the casting gonna look like but i <laughs> all right to that late 2019 we get the casting drop actually no i'm sorry it was 2020 when we got the casting drop it was much to my delight when I saw that Spike Spiegel, one of the coolest characters in the history of any anime period, was being played by the Dr. Nerdy nigga from Harold and Kumar, <laughs> John Cho, who just played in a movie called Searching, where he's an idiot dad who doesn't know anything about technology, trying to find his daughter through social media. He is going to be playing the coolest character in anime. And you know they got they got a nigga to play Jet. A lot of people don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> Which and is because, hilarious because he was and because he was, they he got a woman. They got a they got a woman who could you know more practically jump around, do action sequences without giant tits. They were upset about that. I didn't care that Faye didn't look like an, an anime character because anime characters are not drawn to human proportions. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I get it. Like the women in anime you weren't going to get those sexualized. short shorts, big titties, guys. Yeah, anime women are overly sexualized, and that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> but to say she's not sexy enough, nigga, shut up. <laughs> Faye wasn't actually on the show out here just fucking niggas. That's not her point of her, her character. She's a deep character. <sighs> and I thought, you know what? I hate this casting for Spike. Well, they nailed else, the corgi. <laughs> nailed it on they, the corgi. You, you can't fuck up Ayn. You can't fuck Ayn <laughs> up. I don't see Ed, but whatever. Yeah. We'll get to Ed, I'm sure. And... If I Ed's not in pictures. it at all, they could throw the whole thing away. Well, if it's a season, if they're doing seasons, they're probably going to try to save Ed for season two. That's what I'm assuming. Uh, throw it all the way. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, according to some of these reviews, they should. Uh, and then I get I get some screenshots of what these niggas look like as the characters. And I said, no, nigga. No, <laughs> no, no. As, my, Antonio, what did, I, what did I say when I saw those screenshots? I don't remember exactly, but it no, was... No, nigga, you have the soundboard. <laughs> oh, wait, I do? Oh, sorry. The answer is no, 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 I say it again? No, no, no. That is not Spike Spiegel. I can't stress this enough. I watched the first little trailer they did with the opening theme song, which I don't care what anybody says. That shit was fucking... It looked like somebody... Like, they took their own money to try to fund it. It looked bad. It looked bad. Then the trailer trailer comes out for the actual season. And I thought that actually didn't look bad. It looked better than what I had seen previously. But that nigga still ain't Spike. You can't <laughs> tell me he's Spike. Nothing about him is cool. He's not a cool nigga, bro. He's not. It takes you out of the whole thing. And now we're getting our first reviews hitting the enters of net. Uh, LA, I'll let you I'll let you take over here from here. What what do you what do you, what do we see in these early reviews of the show? Oh man. Okay. So I'm gonna pull up a couple of these. Uh to say the least, they are mixed. 
uh, a lot of people, I think the, I think that most people who saw it, some of the reviews you can tell who didn't watch the show or at the very least just started watching. Um, pulling it up now for you guys. Um, most of the people, uh, I'm gonna get this from, uh, from Collider. Um, most people have said that it is either a decent adaptation that's missing a lot of the heart that the anime has, or is just straight up bad. They don't, they don't like it at all. Um, some, some of the, there was one person said he was like a super fan and said that they ruined the entire thing. So they have, <laughs> can I ask, can I ask this question being the, the least anime of us? Okay. Is there a, is there, and this is not making an excuse for this. This might be trash, but okay. is there an, an unfair, like, are, do you think there's going to be a good amount of people who are going into this with the idea of not liking it and will oh, find whatever they can because of their affinity to the original, you know, the, 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 you know, the IP. Yeah, no, I think, I think, I think that's, I think, I think it's going to happen with any adaptation. Anytime you're adapting a property of any kind, there are going to be some people that are going to want to go into it, not liking it. I think the same way I go into, you know, listen to a new artist. (laughs) This is like, I'm probably not going to like it. Um, so some of I the I just put the cover of the of the podcast media. I put it in the <laughs> chat right now. Uh, so let's see some of the ones that, uh, uh, nearly finished with season one of Netflix Cowboy Bebop. It's fun. Only so many have proven to know how to do live action anime, and this is no Wachowski movie. That's an interesting take. Uh, that said, the core trio is great. Did you not uh, watch Jupiter Ascending? Hello. Yeah, I was about to say. I was like, ah. <laughs> Some remix ideas work more than others, and the music rules. Um, Let's see. There's another one that says, I've seen about half of the live-action Cowboy Bebop. Cast is superb, and it's stylish as hell, but it struggles with tone, and much of the action is underwhelming, which that part scares me. Uh, With haphazard editing and choreography, which leads me to believe that Spike ain't really good in these fight scenes. You <laughs> don't probably, say, Lottie. He's probably what? extremely lazy in a lot of these fight scenes, which is some of the Lottie. best parts of the anime. What do His you think fluid motion. He Who has a scene in the anime where he's fighting somebody with a bow staff, and it's one of the best scenes ever drawn on paper. Let's <laughs> uh, see. Let's see. The social embargo for Netflix Cowboy Bebop is up, and I can finally say that I really dug the first season. I'll have more to say on November 15th. Fuck you. Uh, I've been on. I've been a Cowboy Bebop super fan since day one. I found the first DVD back in Sam Goody back in 1998. So I volunteered to review Netflix live action adaptation for IndieWire, and that was a grave mistake. <laughs> uh, that that dude's review, I take, I take because anybody who brings up Sam Goody in 1998 is really about their shit. <laughs> he knows. Uh, let's see. Uh, after screening Netflix Cowboy Bebop, I just have to say it's the rebirth of cool. Mm, see, see, some of these people are a little too, a little too hype. <laughs> it's a true homage to fans, giving a faithful depiction of everyone's favorite big shots. Um, that was that's called a paid ad. Yeah, I was about to say. Yeah, it seems a little too, you a little too high who, on it. Who even uh, talks like that? Who the fuck talks like that? 
let's see. Okay, now I can actually uh I can actually say that I did not enjoy Cowboy Bebop. It makes the mistake of being mostly a verbatim adaptation, which obviously pales in comparison to the anime. But worse yet, it simply looks so cheap. The editing, the visuals, most of the acting is just off. Um, kind of like when Cam said, this shit looked like yeah. they funded it themselves and niggas called me a hater. Y'all remember that? <laughs> That's wild. We've got multiple reviews from people who watched it saying this shit looked kind of cheap. But at the same time, they also just said it sounds like a verbatim adaptation. Somebody else said that it steers away too far from the anime. So that sounds like they might not have even watched the anime a little bit. I don't know. Yeah, so it's I've never seen reviews uh, this mixed before on a Netflix live adaptation. Now, I'm just looking like other live, Jones. <laughs> there are other live action adaptations on Netflix, but they're mostly like they're Japanese adaptations. That yeah, they got Japanese Netflix. people to do their to do their whole shows. <laughs> who the thunk it? Who the thunk if you told Japan to do Roroni Kenshin? It would be watchable live action. Yeah, <laughs> that one actually is pretty good. Um, they have one. Let's see what are the other ones they have on there. I think there's one on there for. No, I uh, never watched the Attack on Titan live action, which wasn't done by Netflix. But there's a, a no. I heard that one actually was pretty good. There's a pretty, Full Metal Alchemist one that's good, yeah. that's uh, a little weird, but it's better than anything anybody else has ever done before. Uh, I think there's a Bleach one. So there's a couple out there. Uh, Japan does this quite frequently, actually. So this this is the first time that Netflix is taking like a Western approach to a it's lot of these when they do. Um, Huh? It's good. It's usually good when they do it, though. Oh yeah, because it's their properties and material. Leave it to um, them. Yu Yu Hakusho looks like it's Japanese well. cast, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, but they, they're, they're, they're doing a Hey story. guys, Yu Yu Hakusho live action. It's coming soon. Yeah. Fuck you, the, Netflix. Leave it alone. I think they're going to do like I do a Yasha. I think they have a couple they of put, these down the pike that they're looking they to put. Uh, they put, put Blake in. Griffin as Kuwabara. That always cracks me up. <laughs> he actually can probably kill it, though. <laughs> Red uh, yeah, no. uh, and then, of course, we got One Piece live action coming out. And I'm just. I don't know how they're. How, how the fuck are they going to make the longest running anime in the world? Well, they got a lot of source material. Anything. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> what are you going to do? There's so much story to Call me when they do the from. Berserk live action. Call me when they do that. I think One they have a fucked up anime in the world. A live action berserk? Yeah. It was Get the fuck uh out of here. Yeah, no, I think it was uh it was there was a Western version of it that's pretty terrible that you can probably find online. Live action? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Uh it's pretty bad from things I've seen. Uh hold on. I'm I'm well, I see what it says it's in the works. This was two weeks ago. No, yeah, live berserk live action series in the works. Hmm. Yeah, there was there was there was a Berserk live action movie. There's like uh, screenshots of it. Seriously, yeah. Have you ever have you ever have you ever followed Berserk? Uh, in the very beginning, like the like the first anime, uh, or like the first like movie, uh, I saw. I think I saw maybe on Toonami, but it was probably like super heavily edited. But I never followed. Oh, I never God, followed it like intensely. <laughs> so, oh God, this looks bad. <laughs> oh wait, no. Berserk shares live action promo, honoring latest volume. I don't think it's actually like a movie, bro. I think they just did a promo. Because the nigga who's supposed to be guts is old as shit, and this. I think it's just a promo. I don't think it's a movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, the story of Berserk is just so fucked up. <laughs> it's such a fucked up story. And it's also another one of those are. long. What's up? As most animes are. I mean, no. This. Do you know the story of guts? 
Only, only like a, very little. I don't, I don't remember a whole lot about it. I just know it's a nigga with one eye that can swing a large sword. Fail. An army <laughs> Fail. So guts the character. He was uh literally when he was in his mother's womb. This uh this this basically this other horde and army raided the village, uh hung his mother from a tree, and gutted her, and he came out, and but he was still alive. <laughs> so they took him. And then they raised him in this this tribe of people, and they would just kind of they would trade him off for sex and rape him, and then occasionally teach him how to fight. <laughs> and then he eventually killed the nigga who was overseeing him when he was like nine or ten when he was tired of this shit. And he's basically goes off on his own for a really long time, and then he meets the band of the hawk, and he meets this dude named Griffith who's kind of weird, seems a little gay, kind of weird to him, who basically says if I beat you in, in, a, in a fight, I essentially like almost like own you. <laughs> So he joins this this mercenary band of the hawk. He finally finds love. He finds like family, and then Griffith gets captured. He gets killed because this world is full of demons, and he basically sells his soul to demons, and so that he can become an ultimate being. And he's like, "Well, they're like, we gotta sacrifice your your basically all your mercenaries." He's like, "Bet." So then he basically kills everybody. Uh, the demons like gouge guts his eye out pin him to the ground while gut like taking his eye out and let make him watch as griffith rapes his girlfriend jesus and that's pretty much yeah, where berserk that. really even that <laughs> that, that's when berserk really actually starts you see because berserk ran from like 1988 it might still be running berserk's been running since 88 that's the fucked up thing about the anime that they did they stopped right there <laughs> if you want to keep going you got to read the manga i was like what the hell <laughs> this nigga just got his eye ripped out and his girl got raped and I gotta read now <laughs> I had yeah. to watch that but I gotta read the rest but yeah that shit's been running for ages I think it's still going now Antonio uh, you don't you don't watch a, a lot of anime do you no not a or whole lot really none nah, a little bit occasionally but not a whole lot what's the, what's the last one you've seen <sighs> not none really recently it's more older oh. ones I guess Sorry, I guess guys, I've been following Attack on Titan Berserk started in 89, August of 89, and it's still going. <laughs> Damn. It's still Damn. running. So Attack on Titan is the last one you've seen? Did you watch it all the way through, or you kind of stopped halfway through? I... Oh, wait, what no, season I is it on right now? Uh, season on four or something? Four, I, I think I'm. I think I finished three. I haven't done four. Okay. Is it? Is it just like, oh, is it like certain things? Oh, wait, hard I'm to sorry. Get, get I'm sorry. What? I'm sorry, guys. I have to say, it didn't actually end by choice uh the creator died this past year oh well god bless the dead i didn't know he was dead shout out to shout out to the berserk creator yeah i don't think they they really got the ending it was supposed to get because of his passing but yeah well, yeah i, I said we was gonna bring out the show and i lied i lied to all of you rest in peace to him for that well I mean, we can do this this spoiler reviewer of Eternals. We can talk about why they need to stop making Predator movies. I mean, it's up to y'all. Uh, let's do it. Let's do entertainment time. Entertainment time. Entertainment time. I'm not a fan. It's of this. entertainment. Entertainment. You know what I'm gonna time. do? I'm gonna get I'm gonna get one of the homegirls to sing like some drops for us. Oh, that would Actually, be have, like, amazing. Radio S drops. That would be awesome. Because yeah, they know I ain't, got the, I ain't got the voice of Anderson Pack or Bruno Mars, so that would be great. You got this the scalp. You got the scalp of Anderson. <laughs> hmm. I said you got the scalp of Anderson Pack. So you know that's true. That's very true. <laughs> Rocket bowling, probably. Um, 
Yeah. So last week we talked about Eternals in a non-spoiler way. So Was this that last week, week, just barely. Yeah, I know, man. Wow. Days, days, days go by <laughs> with all the love in the family. <laughs> Uh, I wonder who I wonder like how you get that gig to play the the commercial break outros for these shows like that's an interesting well, they don't I don't have know, it like, anymore so like what's the no I'm just thinking like of that time like what's the like I, like I would love to have been in one of the in those sessions like how do you <laughs> like hey let's do it like this you know I don't know well you know um Earlier this year, I actually met the woman who did the music for the for the Young and the Restless for like years. Oh wow! No, I should ask her that. Yeah, really nice lady. Uh, I just randomly came across the page of the guy who does a lot of the voice drops for like trailers and movies. This is a black dude. He's like super popular because everybody like he he like uh, does like the coming soon. You know, like, he does all that stuff. Um, I was like, oh shit, it's a black dude that does all of these. He's like been in like half of the shit. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he used to be a did, white like guy. the drop for like black, uh, not Black Panther, but Black Widow and a couple of Disney Plus stuff. I was like, okay, all right, nigga. I see. Yeah, used to be a, used to be a white guy that did it, and now he's yeah. Done. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Shout out to him. Uh, so uh, Eternals, MCU's uh, dud according to critics and uh, most audiences. Uh, all three of us said that we the Dark World too. <laughs> this is crazy to us. All three of us enjoyed it for the most part. Um, at least it's not a it's not what we consider a bad movie. It's it's got some faults. Uh, so let's see how do we want to start this? Let's start. I wish we this is the only time I wish we had a visual because then we could just start with a scroll. Anytime a movie starts with a like a scroll, a title scroll and uh text, you know you're in for a long one. <laughs> you're that, in for a to long. To me, that just says, movie. look, nigga, there's some shit that you just ain't gonna get if we told you. We, we <laughs> there's a lot of information. We could not graphically do this within the budget. Yeah. This is what's uh, happening. And it still was a three-hour movie. <laughs> I was like, God damn. As soon as I saw the text, it was like, Eternals and Celestials created the Eternal. I said, oh, damn. I know a lot of niggas that stopped reading after the first line. So let's just get to some visuals, please. We'll follow along the best we can. Uh, it show, uh, They do this text scroll, and all the Eternals kind of wake up in the, uh, in the ship. And uh, Icarus takes a look at Cersei and says, God damn, that's a fine piece of ass. You want to be my girl forever and ever, 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 ever? <laughs> um, she says, yes, of course. And uh, they start uh, getting onto the planet. I think it was like Mesopotamia is like where they first start off on. Uh, they're fighting against these things called the Deviants, where basically like these kaleidoscope Lisa Frank ass looking monsters. Uh, and Icarus has like laser beams. This, here's the funny thing about uh, the Eternals is that they all have like special abilities, but only Icarus is like Superman. You know what I mean? Like he's he, like I don't know how he won me. the superhero lot. That's such a dumb thing. <laughs> but he got me. all I the hate good the shit. fact that these eternal You've been here seven thousand years and you haven't perfected weak as fuck. this. Yeah. Y'all ain't learned no martial arts. <laughs> like no low sweeps. No. Like here's the thing. Y'all can't do a low sweep. Y'all are here to hunt these vicious, very powerful entities. And yet, a collection of eight of you all together can't beat one person. Yeah, it's very, it's very odd. Only very one of us has laser beams which... coming out of our eyes. But to me, I don't know why laser beams like equals the strongest. 
Well, he, no, he had super strength yeah, too. No, the, he got all flight, these, well, super yeah, strength, but, and laser, laser vision. Listen, Gilgamesh was the dopest. and he was fast. Alexa, shut up! Gilgamesh was the dopest <laughs> nigga on in this yeah. movie as far as like just watching him fight. That nigga's like, I got one punch for you, niggas. <laughs> and then this nigga, this nigga Camille and Johnny got buff to do spirit. But no, figures. he didn't even have a, a shirtless scene. Not, Not a one shirtless scene. Just, with check, sleeves, just with check these arms. Just check these. Yeah. Check these, these biceps. When I'm, when I'm playing Icarus in a movie <laughs> in my native land of Bollywood, like. We're really jumping all over the map here with this review. Yeah, we're jumping all over the map. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, yeah, it shows them fighting a deviant, and it was like two of them. Yeah, they they take down a couple of them. Uh, it's Mesopotamia, so they don't even know how to speak English. She turns uh, one of their like utensils into like gold and green shit, whatever. So one of the Cersei can like uh, has like matter manipulation, I guess, or. I think that's right. Yeah, she can uh, alter things. Into yeah, whatever she does. <laughs> yeah. She does so something, apparently. It, like, it goes from that point to like fast forward to like present like time. Tree. She's like a professor and she's dating uh, Game of Thrones. Uh, Stark, the guy who should have been Kit king. Kit Harrington. God damn, Game of Thrones, I fucking hate you. Uh, yeah, fuck Game of Thrones. <laughs> but, hey, uh, hey, yo, <laughs> fuck Game huh? of Thrones. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, Kit Harrington's playing. Absolute uh, silence for that. The it Black Knight. Thanks. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> Uh, he's playing the Black Knight character, which doesn't get uh, announced right away, obviously. But that's who his character is going to be. That's one of the reasons he's important. Yeah, he, he eventually he starts as as uh, you know, as just being Cersei's beau boyfriend, love interest. Yeah, and seeming very helpless. They they did a good job. They didn't. I like how they didn't give any like hints that he's going to be anybody cool. Like when they were running away from the Deviant, yeah, like he was going to hop the. F- he's like, oh nope, not doing that. I'm gonna no. run away. <laughs> yeah, I didn't do that. <laughs> We also, uh, well, that's when they also do it. They also let you know that she's, that, oh, she's still powerful because she's, there's like an earthquake or something and they don't understand what's going on in the classroom. And that installation on this wall is about to fall on this child whose dumb ass is ducking down away from a desk that could have protected her. <laughs> she said, and get under the tables and this bitch head towards the wall. <laughs> and she, you deserve and to she die. ducks down covering her ears. Yeah, you deserve to die. But she <laughs> turns that into like dumb sand child. or she turns it into like juice or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> and that's a little life. <laughs> So you just saved the little kid's life or whatever. I fucking hate this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Well, let's be nice. Let's be nice. We don't have to go there. I mean, you're not wrong, but you didn't have to say it. I mean, good lord. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah, so they're like, oh, there's an earthquake. We don't know what's going on. They leave and they go. We immediately end up at this bar scene where Kid Harrington is, you know, talking to his girl. So, so somebody's birthday. This is his birthday, right? So she gives him a yeah. Ring, I think like it's his birthday. We get introduced to and then we we see some pedophilia. We got Sprite yeah. <laughs> pretending to be an adult, and then like immediately running. Oh, I can't, I can't, I can't let him see me who I am. I'm just an illusion of being an adult. And she goes back to being a little annoying ass Dennis the Menace in the face ass kid that she's been holding. <laughs> And they leave the bar after Kid Harrington and says, hey, you should move in with me. You and Sprite, you know what I'm saying? Which is, oh, God, I fucking hate that name. You, you should move in with me. And there, she's like, hey, I don't know about that. Are you going to die? I'm going to just be the same. And so they leave the bar. And that's when the Deviant attacked. Mm-hmm. Now, this 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 I scene, I will say uh, I did enjoy this because uh, basically Sprite has been feeding this nigga information that he ain't supposed to know. But he's been taking it on the chin very well because yeah. in, in this world that they've created, Thanos has existed. The, half the people disappeared. Yeah, show back. already seen crazy shit. So yeah, he's already seen crazy shit. So when the Deviant shows up, 
he just accepts it right away. And I was like, ah, oh, great. This is awesome. <laughs> we don't have to go into the, like, oh, what is this type shit? So that part I did enjoy. Um, we see a couple of cool scenes in this one where the Deviant comes in. Uh, they attack it, and uh, uh, Icarus shows up. And uh, uh, he's like, this is the other boyfriend, the Superman nigga that you got? This is the, this the other dick down that you got for 7,000 years? <laughs> you ain't want to tell me well, about? Well, one thing that we do uh, see as well is that something that they, they realize is he's fighting the Deviant. He goes, ooh, laser eyes. Boom, you're dead. And the Deviant acts like a little kid who doesn't want to lose in a fight. He says, no, I actually can regenerate. <laughs> yeah. They're like, oh, no, you got new powers. And, oh, I can't believe that. Can you, Icarus? And, uh, yeah. <laughs> So uh yeah, so they get they all get together. Uh they, they kind of oh, show Kit off. Harrington a little bit make there. sure to ask her the the question, like, well, where were you when like Thanos was here and all this shit? Well, we're not allowed to really interfere with anything, you know. You just gotta, you know, chill out. Well then why don't you leave? Yeah. Well, you know, our boss kind of just told us we gotta stay here. We're just waiting. <laughs> What's so funny about that line is that is that they do interfere all the time, especially when we get to Fastos, but that's later. Oh, but they've been interfering with humans for a while now. <laughs> A lot. They really have. We're uh, not supposed to be. We're not supposed to interfere. But I'm gonna give them these guns and these tools. I mean, my man, my man stopped uh, of the 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 Spanish from taking over the Mayans. But this nigga Thanos wanted to end half of the entire universe, and they were like, mm, "Yep, yeah, just gonna let it happen." Yeah, Druid was, that. Druid was just like, "Whatever." <laughs> I got happen. my little civilization. I got my Jim Jones town. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> Yeah, they keep they uh they try he tried to invent a steam engine for him. If there was <laughs> I'm, I'm starting if, to see it. If there was one if there was one probably the, I don't even know if it was major. Like I still think it was a fine movie. But if there was one thing that kind of did bother me is it just seemed too distant. It was like I'm supposed to I'm supposed to care about these infinite characters who just kind of were just been who floating don't really care about yeah, us. they don't care it seems like they're just so they're too distant for me to then all of a sudden now i gotta care because this guy gotta now nah, he's i got a family man i can't risk it well what about the millions and billions of families who needed you <laughs> my thing is these <laughs> you did ain't nothing even special hey yo these niggas ain't even special they just don't fucking age they get shot in the head it's over like why the, the only one who probably taken that is icarus Everybody else getting shot and killed, and they could have been on the news. And you wouldn't even know their they ass was eternal. They'd be in the grave eternally. Right? It's, yeah, so it's just like, I'm trying. They're 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 so they're so they're so massive in what they are. But I just never got that feeling. They their just kind of felt is regular. supposed to be yeah. massive, but them as themselves, they just they're seem not regular. At all. Just really and regular. I'm sure that's supposed to be a part of the cell of the characters, but it doesn't really help the characters. Seven thousand years, and you don't know what your powers are. I don't understand it. <laughs> They was out there watching. I made him into a, I made him into a tree. <laughs> I don't even know. How'd you do it? I don't even know. 7,000 years and you don't know? Look, they was watching people clock out, get... I clock out. <laughs> <laughs> they was watching niggas get slaughtered, and they was like, God's plan. <laughs> God's plan. <laughs> hey, I'm, hey, yo, I'm starting to see it. I'm starting to see it. <laughs> oh, like, shit. See no, so, yeah, see, they, but that's why like a lot of a lot of what I feel about it, I, I'm I'm I, I have to kind of wait. I need to see what they're gonna do with them to see if what they did here made sense or not. So that's why yeah, like you like you can on an isolated scale. Bro. I understand, but it's, <laughs> no, but I'm saying, but 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 they didn't, but they didn't put the, they didn't make this movie in, in an isolated way though. They made it to set up a bunch of other stuff. So and this is either going to make if, sense or so not. So if they announce Lamb 2 tomorrow, you going to scrap your Lamb ready? <laughs> if they going to tell me how to, what the hell happened to Ada, then maybe. I don't know. Ada! No. Ada! 
explain something to me because you explain you ain't explaining shit to me in this movie. Yeah, uh, that's this, they start going through they start they start going through a series of flashbacks um, after they discover that 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 they took Selma Hayek and said we're gonna give you money to die. <laughs> you cool with that? Hey. We're just gonna fool the entire yeah, yeah, general they, public. They say, hey yo, we gotta get the gang together. You feel me? We gotta go get. We gotta go. First of all, her name was Ajax, which sounds like a really bad drug dealer in a 1980s Stallone movie. Ain't that, ain't that the like, name of like the Cobra? Of that, goes ain't that the name of Ajax? Isn't there a cleaner called like Ajax? Yeah, no, Ajax. Ajax yeah. Oh, Ajax. Hey, real That's quick. probably where they gave it the name from. Oh, oh, y'all didn't even see the vision. See, because Sprite's racist, right? So she said, I'm going to take this cleaning product and name it after this Latina lady I used to run with, right? Because she said, we clean all the time. We would call it Ajax. Y'all ain't seen a mo- Man, open your hey, third real quick. eye, my brothers. Real quick, guys, last week. Did, I, I'm kind of switching movies. Did we ever talk about that last scene in uh, The Heart of They Fall? You mean the scene where Which Trudy's one? alive? The scene yeah. where Trudy's alive. Did Trudy's we talk, alive like, at the end of that movie. What? We didn't actually discuss they're ride, it. They're yeah, riding no, off. Alive. They're riding they're off riding on the on the, on the the horse, and then you see... You don't Trudy see her face, but you see yeah. you see her coming to the frame, which suggests that they're going to probably you see her, basically expand you see her this. Her oh, oh, yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, see yeah, her yeah, holding yeah. her okay, hat and okay, wearing the jacket. Like Trudy's still Anyways, random. I just thought about that since we're talking about expanding yeah, they, they left it things. open for the sequel. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I got you. But yeah, yeah, so... Let's expand on the more of this bullshit this movie. Yeah, so, so, yeah. <laughs> no, so like Cam, like I agree with you. I could see why people felt the way. I'm just... Maybe I might feel better about it if I'm paid off later. I don't know. You get your... I got to hear both sides of that. There's good people on both ends of this uh, You know what I'm saying? You want to be right either way. All right, nigga. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, shoot. I didn't enjoy you it now, but I could later. Ass nigga. Um, I didn't enjoy it now, but I could later. And if you don't, I do like the first one. You never one, know. So. Some stuff aged. I, I got to admit, I got to admit, though, when I was watching the movie, and they get to they get to her house, and they go outside, she on the ground. I was like, she sleep? She's not really dead, dead. Like, she's an eternal. Yeah. It's a turn. She's eternal. Yeah, they she sure, live, they she's they eternally sure she living. Why is she sleeping? She was blackened on the floor dead. Like salmon. She's dead. <laughs> <laughs> like damn, these people can die like this. <laughs> so yeah, they find. And they, they, they immediately say it was a deviant. A deviant yeah. did this to her. Yeah. How do you know, I, sir? I, I, Icar- Icarus knew right away what was going down. We know why a little bit it's later. <laughs> uh they didn't even try to investigate nothing. They just took that nigga word for it, whatever. And it was dark. And he was like, "You ain't even gonna light some shit up right here. You don't see the nah. scorch marks here on the ground. <laughs> We're not gonna investigate this further." Okay, no problem. Nah. Uh, so yeah, they uh, they see her they dead. Do that, they start they having do the flashback where they they show why they separated and why they yeah. split up. Yeah, and, and it was ultimately we were a lot of um, uh, Babylon, right? That's where it yeah, took place. Babylon, yeah. Yeah, so what this movie five. does is it kind of establishes a lot of like historical uh, moments mm-hmm. as like the Eternals had and like how, the hand and in how that. They had all how all these white saviors had had. Yeah, <laughs> and the only thing yeah. that the black person contributed to was violence. Y'all see that? Okay. Yeah. All, right. all the Mexican lady did was create Ajax. All right, y'all, y'all, okay, y'all sleep. I see y'all. Yeah. <laughs> y'all, y'all. And they kept they kept the the one the deaf one character white man away. was the was the Jesus figure of, of Superman. Mm-hmm. Y'all like, it's cool. It's cool. It's, hey, it's all good. It's all good. It's all yeah. good. They kept the they kept the deaf lady in the ship, out of out of sight, out of the sound. Deaf you know black mean? woman in the ship, and she was a thief. She liked to steal shit. Hey yo, fam, y'all don't want to see the vision. I'm I'm just trying to take y'all with. Y'all trying yeah. to go to Angelina Jolie though. Angelina Jolie, a god. A goddess, a goddess, a goddess of war. Yo, and what was she? She had her own, basically, she, she had her own caretaker. An Asian man. <laughs> hey. 
what who if, got what no if, play, no punani who, for his who, efforts. Who, none. Pelican briefed that nigga. Who was the, who was the most who was the most forward thinking one? Druig, the white man. Just saying, man. What they what they, what they use the brown man for? Only for dancing. <laughs> Comic relief. Comic relief. Jigabooing. You know what I'm saying? That's all you got her shucking and jiving. That nigga went into Shuck the gym the- for a year <laughs> to do a one scene that he could dance in. That nigga got buffed to stand in front of Druig's little ass. <laughs> Talk about I made YouTube content. I'm gonna oh, do the spirit shit. gun and get blood spilled that on my face. Was like that. that nigga was That nigga looked like he was theme. getting peed on on stage when that blood <laughs> <laughs> fell on his face. Yeah, so they give us flashbacks. They they talk about how Ajax let them separate, uh, even though oh, and then uh, well, that's Tina, well, that's when you're introduced Athena. to the fact Tina. that yeah, Tina yeah, had mad. She has the what they call it? The weary. Mad weary. Mad weary. Call it, yeah. yeah, yeah, mad weary. She goes well, a little she nuts basically, and tells everybody she basically all says that we're all going to die and she just goes in this mode where she just starts fighting everybody around her trying to kill everybody around her. And they say that the only way to stop that is to basically be sent back to uh, uh, is it Ashiram? What's something like that. Have her memory oh, wiped. Uh, to have your yeah, memory Ash- basically Ashram, something like that. So you have your memory erased so that you don't even remember who you are anymore. And Gilgamesh being the real nigga he is says, hey yo, Athena comes with me. I'll take care of Athena. I got these. I got these paws right here. She tried some shit with me. Shit. Yeah, I was gonna knock her to shit. Night, night. I don't care about. I don't care about women violence. When she attacked them in the forest, he gave her the Vicks vapor rub. Right, <laughs> <laughs> just a blow to the chest, and she was out. It was over. Like, she said, "Don't play with me, Thena." She swung that sword one more time. That nigga came for chest. Uh, yes, he says, "I'll take care of Thena," and that's when Ajax is like, "You know what?" Let's all just go our separate ways. Druig is over here questioning our orders as it is. You know, let's just branch out. You know what I'm saying? Why don't I go live your life? Go be with. Go enjoy Icar- yourself. Yeah, Icarus, yeah. you go ahead and be with with what's Cersei, the world is woman? destroying Cersei. itself. But let's go ahead and uh, the just world go is destroying itself. But go figure out who you are <laughs> on this planet that isn't yours. <sighs> while you watch people be beaten and bludgeoned and killed, you notice they skipped over slavery. What the fuck was Festus? <laughs> yeah, they, they, Festus, they ain't trying to help us at all dude, that time, in, huh? Oh, you ain't, was no nigga, about ain't, no, ain't no nigga try to uh, uh, brainwash him to turn that boat around. Just let hey, that yo, boat was, go I'm surprised. around. He was, he was crying over Hiroshima, but not slavery, huh? Mm-hmm. I'm surprised I'm surprised they didn't show us that, uh, where, one where Fastos created the cotton gin. <laughs> Why'd that be a deleted scene? <laughs> yo, the great, when that nigga gin, invented probably. the whip... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh my god see it's like it's funny so like we, we were talking about black panther so black panther takes that head on in the opening in the opening scenes like okay so you were this all-powerful nation and you let this stuff happen why okay so it's like yeah there's this frustration and they actually flushed that out like you guys have been here you guys haven't done anything the yeah. the literal villain is fueled by that thought so they don't yeah. run away from it in this movie it's just yeah we weren't supposed to be involved like what yeah. <laughs> The the movie the movie has a very casual stance of like these historical I clock problems. In, I clock out. That's yeah. it. <laughs> these historical problems are us until we don't want them to be us. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. They 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 much, they're yeah, very all much. All that stupid shit around. y'all be doing. That's y'all. Not us. We eternal. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh yeah. So yeah. When World War Two and all that stuff was happening. Yeah. We didn't <laughs> went apart. We only wanted a little part of that. Not a lot. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, uh, what's a holocaust between, you know, between, yeah. <laughs> between Eternals, you know what I mean? How does it wasn't that until the, me? 
It wasn't until this nigga has a son a and a husband that now, oh, yeah. maybe we should do this to help the people. Like, nigga. But Antonio, she didn't know she could turn stuff into a tree when Hitler was around. <laughs> <laughs> maybe one of those tanks would have become a tree. Oh, my God. <laughs> right. The other, the other problem is we'll, we'll get there. But basically, they start rounding the gang back up, started getting people together. Uh, they get uh, Camille and Manjani's. This uh, is the go. longest winded. Like we got to get the gang back together montage in cinema history. <laughs> Pretty much, <laughs> we get Kingo. We get Kingo. He's doing. He's like a famous movie star, and he's a Bollywood uh, actor who has been himself, basically being his own family, which is really clever. Yeah, he's <laughs> like his great grandfather. His grandfather, him. <laughs> like he's just been a, a superstar through Bollywood for years. It's pretty dope. I, li- I like the fact that they glaze over the fact. It's like, and nobody saw y'all or asked for y'all to be together <laughs> this whole time in Bollywood. <laughs> fact. That's a fact. That's, a, that's interesting. <laughs> nobody asked where your mother was. It's interesting. That's fa- fascinating. But okay, that go off. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, they get, uh, they get, uh, my my uh, favorite character uh, it was, it was Harris Patel. He plays Curran. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. I loved everything about him and everything he did. And he was, He's all. He always had a somber uh, note or a, a funny joke to give throughout the every scene he was in. They broke that nigga's yeah, camera <laughs> when he was a druid. Start filming again. <laughs> always he had like four cameras. Always yeah. bring it back. <laughs> <laughs> Loved it. <laughs> Something Antonio can aspire to. You know what I mean? Always have. Always had a backup. Uh, uh, I think dru- we're closer to find. Yeah, they get to druid next. And yeah, he's get the like, and, oh, uh, he's got himself, he got himself a, a handy dandy coat. <laughs> Speaking of Jim Jones, <laughs> for sure, he's got himself a nice little coat. <laughs> he mind controls a whole population just so he can chill out with him. Yeah, in the Amazon forest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, this is also when more... we learn that that Sprite is in love with Icarus. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but she can't be yeah. with Icarus. She's a she's permanent that, child. This was Kingo's most important scene: was breaking down the fact that that she's like she's Tinkerbell and he's Peter Pan and Tinkerbell <laughs> can never be with Peter Pan. And that's why you're in love with him. You know that's that's crazy. That's so sad. You're in love with him, but you're my a man, fucking my child. My man's been in the Amazon, but he's heard of Peter Pan. Well, no, that was Kingo who did the, the comparison. Kingo did it. Yeah, Kingo, Kingo to to Sprite. Yeah, Druid didn't make that comparison. Oh, yeah, right. Druid doesn't give a fuck about that trivial ass shit. Yeah, he does have a hard on for one person, but we'll we'll get to that a little hey, bit later. With good reason. <laughs> <laughs> Got the fastest hand and blow job this side of the Mississippi. I don't know if I want a hand job at that accelerated speed. <laughs> He's eternal. He can take it. Yeah, skin flying off. I don't need that. Just <laughs> grow back. I didn't know I could do this. <laughs> That's painful. I didn't sir. know I could control this. Yeah, but they have uh, like yeah. they have a little fight scene um, in Not the woods. Oh, they did. They, they also picked they up Gilgamesh. Gilgamesh. And yeah, they picked up. No, they, had, yeah, they, they had themselves a a beer that was made out of Gilgamesh's like spit and piss. <laughs> the king goes drinking up, and that's when they uh, they, they, tell they reference hey. the Avengers to let you know that hey, we're part of this world. <laughs> Don't forget. Oh wait, wait, <laughs> Don't forget wait, we're we part of this world. We skipped a lot of massive shit here. <laughs> Rewind. Did we? Bit. Was it massive? Yeah, absolutely. Well, nigga, yes, because what happens is. When they find her body burned, uh, they find her body, Ajax's body. She was always the leader of the Eternals. So when she dies, basically the the orb that she had within her body that made her the leader and made her the the prime Eternal is what they called it went into yeah. the body of Cersei, and she became the leader. So now she had this direct communication with Erishim, who's who is their celestial that oversees their planet. While she's <clears throat> while they go to get um, 
Gilgamesh and Thena to tell them that, hey, you know, Ajax dead. She has a communication. She goes on a communication with uh, Ashram and finds out that their whole purpose of being on Earth is not to just make sure Earth is good, but to facilitate the birth of a new celestial, which is going to actually destroy Earth. And that destruction is going to happen in the next coming days. They find out while they go pick up Gilgamesh and Thena about that. And then she goes and tells everybody, like, yeah, the actual, the, the deviants were actually also made by uh, Ashram. And he, once they got out of hand, then he made the Eternals and they, he corrected his own mistake. So that he, could, he basically just created them in a lab. They're just basically like robots. Mm-hmm. And they get sent out to planets. They help that planet thrive until a celestial is born from that planet. It destroys the whole planet, but we got a new celestial. Those Eternals then leave the planet and get their memories wiped and do it all over again. So essentially when Thena, who has quote unquote mad weary, it's actually her just having still some of the memories of other planets being destroyed and the possibility that this one's going to be destroyed as well. Continue. Right. And the, the reason the Celestials are being born is because they birth con- entire universes so that they're, they're destroying a, in their opinion, an inconsequential planet so that other universes can thrive. That have Yeah, these Earth. Celestials are kind of just thrown out there like lotto tickets and God forbid you get one. Now on your planet. Right. <laughs> but yeah, they're, uh, they're basically told that in the next few days this planet will be destroyed and you know shit'll go from there. Yeah. Also, this is another time where we learned that how Gilgamesh has been handling Thena this whole time. He basically just does the Black Widow Hulk thing where he just touches the hand <laughs> and says, Believe in me. Believe <laughs> Give me I, your hand. Believe, me. believe remember who you are. Why does mm-hmm. Marvel movies love that? <laughs> remember who you are. Disney in general. Remember. Mufasa. <laughs> remember. Father. Uh, but yeah, they, after their little fight in the woods with the uh, they fight uh, they fight a couple more uh, deviants, and then yeah. uh, uh, the new king deviant shows up. He has he has king all these like little whips. Deviant. <laughs> he has these little whips that he he pokes pokes yeah. people with. He absorbs your power after he kills. He absorbs you. your power and it actually Takes makes it him all. into a more of like a, almost like a human form. So after he absorbs, yeah, Gilgamesh, evolved. He becomes more he evolved. Of, uh, deviant. Yeah, he gets off of four legs and gets onto two, and his eyes start developing. Got like six eyes now, and yeah, yeah. And Thena was so fucked up she couldn't even help, so she was she was out mm-hmm. of it. So then there there go Gilgamesh. So then they say, "Dang, we need another fat person. Let's go get fastest." Uh, that's our next stop. Uh, yeah, Fastos is living his best gay life with his uh, partner, and uh, He's living his, child. his best gay life. <laughs> now, here's here's the funny thing: is that Fastos tells every tells him that he's found his purpose with the humans, with his with his family, and it's it's alluded that he's told his partner this, but it's not a hundred percent known. But it's kind of alluded to that he, his partner kind of understands the deal. But it's like he's well, gonna watch also you both grow up that. old and die. They both, before that, they also show that, that because obviously Fastos was the, we didn't really explain this, but what his ability was, but his ability was like engineering and technology. So this nigga just yeah. went to ITT Tech and was like, <laughs> okay, that's all this nigga. <laughs> um, he can, he can he, see, he can see the vision and put the vision to life immediately. Yeah. He's an architect. Uh, yeah. He also he, apparently created he the atom bomb. create the atom bomb. And they showed him chilling in Hiroshima with Ajax, like af- like right afterwards. I'm like, y'all niggas' lungs is good, <laughs> but y'all, man, I I bet that was so exaggerated. Like, why is he right in the wreckage of Hiroshima? Fucking clouds of di- all right. They anyway, can, they can the handle radioactive, <laughs> uh, radioactive. They couldn't handle bullets. <laughs> all right, look. All right. So anyway, yeah. So they assume that Fastos won't want to do anything as far as because apparently after that he hasn't done anything violent. Sure. Um, 
but they so they go to fastos and that's when they actually sneak in the superman joke uh, yeah where you know the dc comics like, oh, exist you're superman. In now. you're superman <laughs> i saw you were flying you're shooting out lasers and he's like i don't wear a cape i thought that was a dope part i thought it was pretty dope um, <laughs> yeah, they did. but yeah uh he's yeah i found my family now and they go they gonna die too nigga <laughs> <laughs> right yeah you're quick, gonna quick go side they, you're gonna see them go old and die i was like why did you do this yeah. Quick side note: Weird When I was a kid, and I used to say, I used to think I wanted to be a vampire, and then I was like, "Damn!" But then I watch everybody die around me. <laughs> Damn, I don't know if I want yeah. to do that. Yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, But yeah, so they they get Fastos to come along. Uh, they they go back to Babylon life. to pull the They just ship. broke that nigga table. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I will say Ikea. as many Ikea. times as I saw that trailer, it was like the IKEA collection that it still hit for me in the movie. Yeah. Like in collection. like the context of the movie, it still hit. Yeah, so I was good. like, oh, good job. Yeah, because because you didn't know that they had just threw like tried to throw something at his fucking window and it was like, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. that made it even better. He foolproofed his he Fastos proofed his house <laughs> to make sure nothing would get inside. Yeah, um, so Fastos yeah. is the engineer. Um, Druig has mind control abilities. Uh, Fucking King Kingo just shoots fucking. He has finger beams. fingers. He, has, <laughs> he can he finger pop guns. like the best of them. He has spear <laughs> guns. Okay, Gilgamesh had like these. He had super strength essentially, but he also had these like force fields that would come around his arms and wrists that um added force to his blows. And Thena basically had like these swords and shit that would manifest in her hands and things like that. And she was considered like a goddess of war. She was yeah, she had very powerful strength fight as well. Yeah, Ajax. <clears throat> Yeah, so uh, he <laughs> manipulates matter. Uh, so yeah, there you go. Next, next, let's keep it moving. Oh, and Sprite is Jubilee from X Men. <laughs> yeah, she can create. Just, she can create, uh, but she can't. She's a illusions. child. Illusions. Yeah, yeah she can child create illusions. For some reason. Yeah, she's the. Yeah, she should have been in Now You See Me. Apparently, she's responsible for the Now You See Me movies. <laughs> uh, she's responsible she's, for all movies, apparently. But she's also she also created the 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 whole story of Athena, the goddess of war. She, she also talked about Icarus. She created Icarus, the boy who flew too close to the sun, based off of Icarus, their friend. Like, so a lot of the, she helped create a lot of that shit by just telling stories over time because she's a bored little annoying fuck. And yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, from they head back there, to Babylon. Fastos uproots. Yeah, uproots the, the ship, the triangle, <laughs> the triangle ship, <laughs> the toast point, <laughs> <laughs> the toothpick ship, uh, the, the, the lowest ship. Griffin nose. <laughs> Uh, they get in there and find out that uh, what was her name? Uh, Makari, Makari, what was her name? Makari, yeah, Makari. Makari was in there with all the the uh, basically everything that she can get her little hands on, <laughs> little thievery hands on. Has been hoarded in the ship, just been reading and eating chips all damn day. <laughs> uh, she's got super speed. She's super fast. Um, once they get all the little the gang back together, they start figuring out how they can come up with uh, something that Fastos calls the Unimind. Uh, and they was like, that's a dumb name. <laughs> what do you call it? Uh, it? a hive mind. They could have just called it. Yeah, that. They get, he said it was going to be called something else. I can't remember now. Um, I can't either. But yeah, he was like the Unimind. So there's something that, that's done in the comics. It's like a power of theirs uh, that makes them stronger. But right around here is when we find out. Uh, yeah, nigga, well, we watch Dragon Ball Z, Spirit Bomb. Give us your name. Uh, Icarus and Cersei uh, decide to have a little moment together. Uh, re- they start reminiscing on their 7,000 years together. And she was like, you know what? Uh, fuck oh, Jon no. Snow. It hasn't been 7,000 <laughs> years because he left her at one point because he couldn't tell her something. That right, he yeah. Uh, she says, fuck Jon Snow. I'll be get back with you. Um, no problem. No harm, no foul. He wouldn't, he wouldn't dick me down like you are, Superman. And uh, we start, <laughs> we find out that he's the one uh, that knows this yeah. secret. 
Well, basically what happens is they, they, they basically have a, they're at an impasse because they're trying to stop the birth of the new eternal to try to save earth. And some of them agree with this. Icarus does not. He's more of a, Hey, this is our mission. This is what we were sent here for. And King goes yeah. like, yeah, this is like when we shouldn't stop the birth of a new universe just to save one planet. That seems kind of selfish. I can yeah. kind of get where Kingo was coming from. Uh, Icarus was just being a Superman. Literally, he was being Superman. <laughs> he was being Superman <laughs> in the Dark Knight Rises, in the Dark Knight Returns. He was being the shrill for Reagan. And uh, <clears throat> so basically they have this falling out over it and like everybody's kind of like even though cersei's been deemed the leader everybody's like nah fuck what you talking about icarus what you trying to do <laughs> right and he's like hey you know she's the leader ask her and people are just like eh, doesn't seem like icarus is really with it starting to lose interest <laughs> so icarus is leaving and king goes like hey man I'm, I'm with you till the end you know what i'm saying i'm always gonna roll with you and he's like what he's like i'm always with you you know till the end he's like you don't even know what i've done <laughs> and so <laughs> then you get the flashback uh, basically, he went Icarus, buzz goes, on him. <laughs> Icarus goes to see Ajax, and she's cleaning, and uh, she's not cleaning. I'm fucking with you. She's, so they're sitting on the porch in Dakota or Montana or some shit. She was living in the, in the boonies, and she's like, "Hey, so guess Seven what, fam? Days. <laughs> yeah, guess what, fam? Seven more days, and ring. it's a riggedy, riggedy, riggedy rap because <laughs> Ajax already knew about this, and Icarus knows about this. And yeah. she's like, she so apparently told him a long time ago to stop." the the emergence from happening what do you mean we're not stopping the emergence <laughs> <laughs> and she's like hey yo i believe in these humans though there's something special about them what's so special about them man thanos came through and killed half these niggas they came back and icarus was like damn you right hey let me show you something real quick <laughs> <laughs> so icarus takes her out into the, this this suit first of all they're gonna like antarctica or something like real fast <laughs> yeah he's, he's got he's, super speed I get nigga. No, he doesn't. <laughs> so they're like, yeah, like super just, he, he flies and he has laser beams and he's strong. Yeah, he, the fast one's on the ship chilling with stolen shit. <laughs> uh, so he takes her basically to where some deviants are, and he's like, you know, I, I can't let you stop the emergence. It has to happen. I love you, but I can't. <laughs> this is the plan of the, of the celestials, and just knocks her down onto this ice. And there's like three deviants down there, and then we quickly learn. That uh, Ajax can't fight. He ain't got Ajak. no moves. <laughs> She's prime she eternal. Been on Earth for seven thousand years and ain't picked up one MMA booklet. She ain't been to one <laughs> jujitsu class. All she know how to she, do is heal. No that's gun that's safety. She lived in Montana and didn't have a six shooter in this motherfucker. She, that's open carry, baby. You better have a weapon. She knew how to and, fire a gun. She picked up the shoddy. <laughs> she picked up the shoddy on the killed. ground. She was quickly killed, and her power, which was apparently to heal herself, was quickly uh, absorbed by that. Who actually was played by Bill Skarsgård? That that main. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, uh, he gives the other he gives the other deviant some of his juice. You yeah. know what I'm saying? He's a like he spreads the wealth. <laughs> like love. when I eat, when I eat, we eat. You feel me? <laughs> you gotta feed the squad. You know how it is in the streets. So yeah, he's uh, out there being Bernie Sanders. Man, he's feeding the gang. Don't try to make a political nigga. You in the streets. Uh, <laughs> and so, and then he flies her her corpse back to her house and then says, "Well, let me go find the rest of the gang, gang, and make it seem like I don't know what the fuck's going on." Wait, no. He he also burns he burns the ground that he left. He leaving leave evidence, <laughs> and nobody asked about it. But whatever. Yeah, nobody said anything. Yeah, he cried his tears of, of love. He basically pulled a Superman. <laughs> when Superman killed Zod. Y'all look. All right, bet. <laughs> Y'all. All right. Man is still trash, huh? Alexa, uh, <laughs> um, uh, so he comes in and just tells everybody. He basically goes back in and says, "Man, I'm about to suit up on these niggas." <laughs> he goes gets in his suit. Up. Hey, man, what you doing, fam? 
you the mind, baby. He's like, oh, no, nah, I ain't with that. <laughs> uh, I got some news for y'all. Um, I knew all along, baby. It was me, Austin. <laughs> it was me all along. <laughs> I killed Ajax. And, uh, you know, I'll kill any one of you motherfuckers. Who gets my way. I'll, I'll kill, kill every single one of y'all. <laughs> I'll kill everything y'all love, B. If y'all try to stop me. So, Kingo is like, hey, yo, relax a little bit, B. You got to chill out because you're getting a little violent in here. Ain't really about that. And they had just sent uh, Makari out to run real fast because that's, you know, they send the niggas on errands, right? But y'all fuck with this shit. Okay. <laughs> they go ahead and fetch us this. Go ahead and fetch us and find us where the, the Celestial is now. And uh, while she's running to do that, he's basically threatening. Icarus, like, Icarus goes gonna, after him. Yeah, Icarus is like, we're not going to stop him. We can't stop him. It's going to happen. <laughs> like so sprites like i'm following that dick and, <laughs> and king goes like hey yo i don't agree with his methods but i defend to the death his right to and you know what i'm saying like, marvel only paid me to be in this part of the movie and then they not didn't pay me act. big sick money so he's like i'm going home so they dip so they're like dog we still gotta try to find it so she comes back and she's like oh i found where he is where'd everybody go <laughs> makari so they uh uh, Icarus already knew where it was happening at, so him and Sprite's just there, chilling, chilling, thrilling. And uh, the team pulls up, squad, squad, gang, gang, and they're like, Druig, our plan is Druig, if we perform a Unimine, we can give Druig enough power to put the Celestial back to sleep. That's the grand plan in this movie about infinite beings, is narcolepsy. <laughs> uh, I'm starting to see it, guys. <laughs> I'm gonna say it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, uh, oh God, they, they, I don't know if they thought that they would create a hive mind and Icarus was just gonna be like, damn, they're here. It's a hive mind. <laughs> I can't stop it. <laughs> so Sprite starts throwing like pop rocks and shit, right? And Icarus is like, hey, yo, 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 cut that shit out, B. <laughs> he runs up and just starts wrecking shit, not allowing anything to happen. Dina's, is, Dina's is still out of it at this point. I think yeah, because then they yeah. once she gets captured, once they all, she gets start, captured once they by, all uh, start fighting Demon. Icarus. Well, no, she doesn't get captured. Once they all start fighting Icarus, out of nowhere, the the, the super deviant comes up who yeah, doesn't have a name. Yeah, she's fighting it. She's fighting. Well, yeah, four, because she, oh yeah, because no, no, because what happens he is comes he comes up he, and he, he hits Icarus. He's like, hey, y'all yeah, he remember beam, me? Uh, Icarus I beams Druid uh, down to the the dirt, which makes Makari go crazy. And th- to yeah. be fair, this scene is really dope. Like this is some of the best like super speed fighting I've seen in a long time. And so once she gets knocked down, the super deviant comes out who hasn't been on screen for like 40 minutes. You almost forget that he's there. He's like, hey, remember me? I'm a villain in this movie too. And <laughs> Tina goes, oh, they go that nigga that killed my manservant. Fight time. <laughs> and Tina <laughs> follows him into this dark cave. Um, now Cersei is trying to make her way closer to the, the celestial and gets stabbed in the back by this little midget bitch sprite <laughs> who's like i want to love somebody too i want to oh, live oh my god you're fucking the bad seed face ass the good son face ass go a couple millennia without penis you know what i mean go a little, Jesus go a little stir christ go fuck a teenager bitch <laughs> anyway uh who helps her? Oh, Drew just cracks her ass in the back of the head with a rock. Like, bitch, sit down. Yeah. Uh, and so he's like, This hey, is yo. my eternal power. Like, hey, rock yo. throwing. I ain't got nothing from here, but I mean, you turn shit into trees. So go figure that shit out. 
So while that's happening, uh, fastest, uh, fast, fastest, 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 fat man, scoop, Crooklyn clan, Timberland, Timberland creates like these sonic ring things that like fasten Icarus to the ground and like his beams won't work and none of that shit. Yeah. Uh, so she gets so this this becomes a waiting game of her getting closer and then asking for spirit bomb powers and then turning the ground into ice slowly but surely as Icarus escapes and tries to go after her. Also, yeah, you paper, have, uh, paper boy said I've been waiting for this a long time. Yeah, paper <laughs> boy, paper boy. Athena uh, in the cave fighting. She's actually about to lose to the main deviant, and then he starts using he starts talking like uh, Gilgamesh, but that also triggers the remember who you are thing. And as the main deviant is about to start taking her powers, she, you know, articulates a sword and kills Slice the main deviant. Slice and dice, just like Batman Returns. Thank you. <laughs> y'all see the y'all see Slice the video. Slice and dice. Uh, and that's the end of the main deviant. Yeah. Real apropos yeah, ending for a guy who's been there for like Surprise. two minutes. Yeah. I'm a guffin villain that kills main characters. Only Marvel. Yeah. Get a pass for this. We need to cut some of this fat off. <laughs> Yeah, Salma Hayek, Gilgamesh, <laughs> kill this, suck the, get this fat out of here. How can uh, we cut some of the brown people out without making it seem crazy? <laughs> exactly. Uh, just get the help out of there. Get the help in the cleaner. Uh, and eventually, uh, who stops uh, Icarus once she starts turning everything into ice? Well, I- Icarus eventually breaks free. Of, uh, yeah, he breaks free. How does he? Who does? Who stops him from not just breaking her fucking neck? <laughs> oh, by the time by the time he gets out. Uh, she she starts the the unimine and it uh what makes it happen what makes it go is the fact that it collects him on top of everybody else because it, it, the celestial basically became a part of the the unimine so when they did it the celestials oh like, yeah, yeah 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 the celestial did it too uh un- either we don't know if he did it so normally the celestial or is yeah he's out so of it gives his, his power hand to and like, his skull or like yeah but yeah, he basically ha- is turning like an ice cube on yeah. top of the surface like he doesn't get fully emerge so i don't know which if you think about it if if our core if the core of the planet if he had enough to to come out of the core of the planet like that earth is done <laughs> like you can't say that the planet is still intact uh yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah no he he emerged almost yeah it's, it's done son yeah you know <laughs> Yeah, I thought it would. I thought she was going to get to him before he got out of the core. No, yeah. he's, he's out. But the no, Marvel said, "What do you want to stand the complexity of this ambitious cinematic masterpiece? This movie isn't stupid. You're stupid." <laughs> perfect timing. I don't really feel that way. I just thought that. I thought, thought it was apropos. No, no, perfect. <laughs> you got it. Yo. Engineer, engineer of the month. <laughs> this nigga, um, this nigga emerged from the planet, and they said, "Sorry, the power of friendship." <laughs> Wind, water, ice. With your powers combined. <laughs> Go planet. Turn them into a tree. <laughs> so Icarus goes. Icarus says, damn. I'm going to go. I'm going to call you back. And, and he flies too close to the because sun. Because his name is Icarus. He flies into the sun. Which Did nobody think that, that was corny? I said when no. I saw that I said, "Yo, if LA is okay with this, I promise I might swim." No, when I was in the movie, when I was in the movie, I was like, "Ah," out loud. I was like, "Ah." Y'all Marvel, it look Marvel so writers, bad. Marvel writers, listen to me. Y'all do a very good and unique job. I would say 80, 80 85 percent of the time, 
None of nobody y'all, none of y'all said, hey, this might be a little too on the nose. <laughs> might be a little too much, right? <laughs> none of you oh, and this bloated no, here's, here's the kicker bloated movie with high, high level ideas. Nobody said, I you know, going to the sun, maybe it may be a little too much. <laughs> no, we need here's this. The kicker. So after that, she goes up to Sprite's little bitch ass and says, Hey, I still have enough power left from the Unimine to make you a human. And I would have, I would have turned her ass to a tree. <laughs> Wait, do you trust me? A tree you just stabbed me in the back, but I want to help you fulfill your dreams. Mortal- First of all, she should have been mortally wounded. She was bleeding out a minute ago. The hive mind saved her. I just- yeah, eternal, <laughs> eternal. Nigga, what? No, she stabbed. But she stabbed her with a special sprite knife to make you. <laughs> That's exactly so she should be dead. And she's like, I got enough power like to make you a knife. human. A sprite knife. That sounds racist as shit. Sounds like something to black people. <laughs> when the McDonald's got my nigga a sprite knife. Uh, should be battery acid as soon as it, it punctures the skin. She was on that knife uh, talk. Yeah, she did shit for real. <laughs> Surprise, that nigga dead. <laughs> it's getting oppy outside. Uh, yeah, uh, so she basically turns Sprite into a human so she can age and find love and find a family, but she's gonna die. So she's not gonna live forever anymore. Good riddance, I said. Yeah, I did. I was wondering when they when they was like Sprite's the eternal child. I was like, well, that's not gonna last very long for Marvel. So how are they gonna <laughs> rectify this? <laughs> They found it. Oh, <laughs> they they found rectified it, baby. They rectified it. And uh, so basically they try to act like they're about to go back to living regular lives. Like they didn't just defy the fucking wishes of a celestial being. And then you get uh, Kit Harrington saying, hey, I just found out about a lot about my family. And uh, I just learned math. This doesn't add up. <laughs> and as he's about to tell her what's going on, uh, this nigga. Beam me up, uh, Scotty. Asherim she pops up. up like fucking Shao Kahn at the end of fucking Mortal Kombat. <laughs> and grabs up all the Eternals and says, hey, yo, so what I say don't fucking matter, huh? Y'all just gonna appreciate what I tell you till I'm dead, huh? Y'all just gonna do what you, what you wanna do, okay. huh? Okay, well, here's what's gonna happen. I'm gonna do some research on these humans. First of all, you are a celestial. You know what's gonna... <laughs> then, I'm gonna when that happened... Judgment. When that... Yo, wait, wait, time out. When that happened, I was like, wait, 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 time out. Uh, so if you could do that, why didn't you just... Why didn't you just magnify Magneto the, the Deviants? Up if you could just oh pull niggas God. off the planet whenever you want, you don't even need oh these niggas. God. You didn't need to make anything. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all can just pull up deviants whenever you want. Amazing. I'm starting to, <laughs> yo, I'm starting to see it. I'm starting to see oh, it. Wait, wait, time you the fuck you out. You because <laughs> at first, at first, I was shooting them some bail because I was like, all right, they make a lot of universes, right? So there's a lot of deviants, so they ain't got time to be fucking, you know, let my light work handle this, right? I was like, okay, that's cool. But if you're telling me you could just summon these bitches off the planet, you tell me, you could have did that easily. <laughs> like, why do you keep letting deviants do this? It stinks. <laughs> I was like, y'all, y'all ruined the movie for that. Y'all messed up a lot of the movie with this, but go off, King. <laughs> but then he, well, yeah, he just snatches all of them. Well, all I'll the rest say of them, this. No more I'll say this. I think this was uh, healthy for the soul. Do I feel the same way about this movie as I did an hour ago? How come you? Oh, my bad. I don't think I feel the same way. In the retelling of I think my 7.5 has now dropped to like a 6. I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to tell this did not help it. It did it. Us retelling it. I thought we was going to defend it a lot more. 
we started in a positive place. <laughs> and it is somewhere down in the dark, deep depths of hell <laughs> for this movie. Uh, now, there, there's a few of them still around, right? Because they on the ship. Who's still on the ship? Uh, the ship is, I uh, know it's um, fucking uh, Thena. Thena got on the ship. Um, uh, what's his name? Makari's on the ship, right? Makari. Yeah, they they yeah. got on the ship and they're trying to see they because like we can't sense them anywhere. It's almost like they got they got taken off the planet. So the after credit scene, you see Pip pop up. It was funny because <laughs> this nigga LA was like, "Who's this little nigga who's running around in the Guardians oh, yeah, of the Galaxy, Galaxy game?" <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, you gonna see?" <laughs> and he pops up and announces that on their ship now, coming to help them to find the other Eternals that are now missing is none other than Eros, who is the brother of Thanos. And I gotta say, this is the one who's time been that... put on trial for sexual assault in the comics, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> so they get, they get Harry, Harry Styles. Styles. Yeah, they get Harry Styles to play this man, which I, I'm guessing because I I assume whenever he shows back up, he's gonna there's gonna be a scene with him and like being with a bunch of women. And he was like, "How can we pull?" Well, this because off? he's he's the most he's like that's the thing in contrast to like to Thanos. He's Thanos' little brother. But he's yeah. just, he's way more attractive than Thanos. He's got strength. He's got super. He got he can fly. He's got super strength. He has mind control abilities. But he's like supposed to be like this very attractive like guy. Well, beyond beyond that, he he can actually activate like the pleasure sensors and like other beings. So like he can actually like bring out like pleasure in people, which has made him basically the and the, apparently he's one of Marvel's he favorite hosts. Essentially, he's a he slut. can also apparently record <laughs> gets watermelon sugar high. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he gets watermelon around quite sugar. a bit. Uh, well, yeah, in short, because I'm an island boy and I've been trying to make. Oh, I'm an island boy, island boy. <laughs> and I'm just yeah. Thanos' little bro. <laughs> yeah, it's e- easy to say that this man fucks. It could okay? explain to the sun. <laughs> yeah, no, he's, he's uh, yeah, no. And then uh, the second then... After, that that honestly that after credit scene didn't excite me. And then we got the second after credit scene where you see Kit Harrington. Uh, Basically, standing in front of a sword, which is the ebony blade, which is a cursed mm-hmm. blade. Every anybody who wields it is usually pretty fucked, <laughs> and it's wrapped <laughs> up, and it's covered in this black liquid that almost, almost nearly to his touch begins to like move and adhere to it. So he's about to pick it up. A voice says, "Are you sure you want to do that?" And he looks to it, and the movie ends. Now we all kind of assume was that Nick Fury, but it's no, actually yeah, Blade. It's blade. Speaking yeah, it's Blade. Yeah, it is. Yeah, which Mahershala in the comic. Ali, the- Black Knight and Blade have a lot of ties, so interesting so that they're taking the Black that out. Knight will be in the Blade movie that's coming out. So mm-hmm. yeah, there's that. Uh, so yeah, so after we... this review, <laughs> man, <laughs> it stinks. <laughs> With all due respect, uh, look, it's, it's it, rough, man. It's rough. Yeah, it has some entertaining moments, but yeah, it's it's a rough one for me. <laughs> I will say yeah. I will say that it's no Thor the Dark World. Like I'll give there's it more nothing than that. as bad as Thor the Dark. World. Yeah, it's it's not that bad, but it's it's got a lot of moments that are un- unconscionable. Well, let's be okay. nice. Yeah. Let's be nice. We don't have to go there. I mean, you're not wrong, but you didn't have to say it. I mean, good lord. <sighs> we had yo to King Kingo leaving in the third act, and I understand he has finger finger banging, but Kingo leaving in the <laughs> third act. Is wild to me. Like he, I thought he was gonna at least show up for the final fight. 
No, but you fact double that all he does, they were this like, nigga hey. got buffed for six months to go pew pew. They were like, that's hey, all that nigga did. They were like, hey, we can use your powers to, you know, to end the celestial. And he was like, the answer is no. That's what that was the most egregious thing for me. I remember I was like, well, surely he's gonna come back. And help. <laughs> I know they made it seem like he's gonna come back. No, he's not coming back. That's my man's. I can't go against my man's. I love y'all, but it's it's y'all. I can't do it. I can't do it. Hey, to his credit though, when it looked like no, here's the wild part. He was ready to fight Icarus if Icarus was gonna swing on anybody on the ship. But yeah, you can destroy the planet though. Yep. <laughs> get, yep. Get don't fight my don't fight my friends. But when it you comes to the planet, you don't fight, you don't fight your family. No, 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 no. <laughs> you got that one. Don't hit my friends. But, but there's Earth. <laughs> you can take it out if you want, my man. That nigga turned into, <laughs> that nigga turned into Dominic Toretto so fast that you don't fight family. <laughs> you don't do that. <laughs> oh, man. that nigga forgot he wasn't in Fast Seven. Oh shit. <sighs> Yeah, oh, Camille, Camille, do better for yourself, man. Do hey, better. no, he got a check. I ain't telling him to do better for nothing. <laughs> <Get him out>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he got a good See, sweet. Now he this, got his money now, and got buff. Now and this makes more than likely. This makes the idea to take like, like a, a loved movie that even we all love and just really try to just tear it apart. <laughs> Maybe no, we can change no, it's, our minds. It's, it's, it's been on my radar for a minute. <laughs> Maybe we that. can actually change our minds. <laughs> Yeah, no. It, a movie, it, uh, movie, movie review no, like, of, like a, of movie, a previous movie that we've all seen. Like, per, like purposely pick a movie that we all like and that's like has is universally loved and do our best to, to explain why it's not a good movie. Yeah. I'm gonna pretend no, I like Scarface just so we can do that for Scarface. Oh my god. I feel like I feel like <laughs> I could do that horrible. quite a bit actually. Scarface is fucking terrible. Terrible movie. Uh speaking of terrible movies, I saw uh Night Teeth on Netflix, Netflix Pass. And none of the other it gentlemen. Just sounds like a porno. <laughs> Night teeth. <laughs> let me let me tell you all right now why not to watch this fucking movie. Okay, so Night Teeth. The only reason uh, I watched it is because I was uh, my friend put it on. Is his? It was his wedding uh, uh, day. You know what I mean? So I was like, I'm not about to tell this nigga no. So is, we start watching Night Teeth, and uh, the premise alone is kind of weak, and it starts off narration basically by saying vampires and humans exist vampires uh and humans have been waging war for a very long time and uh there's only there's one safe ground that they can't go to boyle heights <laughs> of all fucking places boyle heights is like off limits but we've negotiated to to live amongst each other but you can't go to boyle heights if you're a vampire right and it's got premium milk in it <laughs> and i was like oh okay i didn't know she was gonna be in here um why not check it out uh so it, it shows off this one kid who is basically miles morales he's like black and hispanic or whatever and uh he goes he's, he's like it's one of those movies where they pick up like an attractive person and try to make him seem like nobody likes him like he like he wouldn't have friends <laughs> i was like okay so he's in school he gets bullied quote unquote whatever uh he's he's got a brother who like has like a limousine business essentially and his brother, uh, girl gets fucking snatched up by one of the vampires. You remember? I, I'm sure everyone's. We've all seen Blade, um, and you know, remember the guy Frost? Mm -hmm. Essentially, the guy in this movie is playing like a, a low budget version of him. <laughs> He's playing like a low budget version of Frost, 
And this guy basically wants to end the truce between uh, humans and vampires. And his idea is he's going to take out all six of the members of the vampire hierarchy so he can take over and start eating and drinking up whoever the fuck he wants again. Uh, the brother is a part of the, the clan that like kills other vampires and like knows how to kill them. Uh, he tells his brother, hey, you take the van tonight. I'm going to go uh, handle some business. You, you, uh, you all use one person that you got to pick up. And you'll be fine. You're going to have him for the whole night. He's like, all right, cool, cool. So he goes out. He meets these two women, right? Doesn't know the vampires, right? It's two women. And they was like, hey, we need to hit all these spots before uh, daybreak. You can handle that? Yeah, sure. So they're going out. They're being a real dick to him. But this one, this one, you know, he's got his eyes on, right? Uh, virgin. He, he's, she's, he's, hot, he's hot for her, right? Uh, takes her to a party. Uh, weird shit starts happening. Kind of dismisses it. Goes to another location. Starts digging into some of their personal stuff. Finds a bag of money. It's got blood on it. He's getting a little concerned. So he decides to go check on what's going on upstairs. Gets upstairs. Sees two dudes strapped to a chair. And they're sucking on the blood. And that's when he realizes uh, they're vampires, right? At this point is when they start breaking. The, the movie starts breaking down. So they show the lady has like super speed. Because they're vampires. And uh, they basically convince him uh, that you're not going to tell nobody, right? So he tries to run away while they're still uh, sucking on these dudes and breaking the truce or whatever. There's a cop downstairs. Pause. <laughs> and he's hiding from the cop originally. And then he goes up to the cop and tells him, you know, hey, there's vampires upstairs. You believe me, right? <laughs> the vampires upstairs. And the dude tries to throw him in the trunk. And uh, that's when you find out the, the cop is in on it because, of course, he is. And the girls say, hey, he's with us, right? Uh, and they're telling him, it's like, hey, uh, aren't you so-and-so? Because they, they think he's the brother. So they was all like part of the plan or whatever. Turns out uh, he's like, he snitches right away, tells on his brother immediately, which is fucking ridiculous. Snitches on his brother. He's like, I'm not him. He's out somewhere. I don't know where he's at. He's like, we're going to use him to bait his brother. As the movie goes on, he starts falling in love with the vampire girl while they're actively trying to kill his brother. <laughs> I was like, yo, because it's not like he doesn't like his brother at all. He, they show early on that he, he loves his brother. But vagina, vampire vagina was way more important to him throughout the entire movie. <laughs> and he just keeps falling for her as they're actively searching for his brother to kill him. Uh, long story short, the movie makes a lot of really dumb choices. And I encourage you all not to watch it. He eventually becomes a vampire in the end, if you can believe it. Uh, and his brother lives to tell the tale. So um, should you nobody watch should watch this movie. So should you watch this movie, LA, LA Ass? The answer is no, 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 Thank you. Uh, it's horrible. <laughs> I, <laughs> I can't believe, like, as we were watching it, I was just like, I couldn't believe, the, the amount of times the amount of times that this man actively kept falling for this fucking vampire chick while they're looking and actively searching for his brother to kill. Even when he finds his brother and he's like hooked up to machines that's allowing like the blood to be taken out of him, he's still trying to fight. I was baffled by, by this whole fucking scenario. But yeah, uh, it's called Night Teeth. If you see it pop up on your Instagram algorithm, down Thumbs play it, down. down like it. <laughs> Skip over it. <laughs> no. All right. That's all I got for you for that. Uh, Cam, 
you want to talk about Predator and how they should make any more movies for it? No, nah, we ain't got. I mean, they're, they're coming out with a new Predator movie called Prey in 2022, and that's all I know. I'm just tired, man. <laughs> I'm, just so tired. I'm just so tired of Predator. Like, dog, like, you, you, you did one movie right. And depending on who you ask, you did two movies right. But I only like the first Predator. I'm not a big fan of Predator 2. Like, Predator 2 looks older than Predator 1 to me. That's really weird. Like, it doesn't... The Danny, You guys like Predator 2? It's okay. The only thing I like about Predator 2 is it has... They opened up the door of the fact that in this... In the live-action universe, aliens and Predators know of each other. Because when they go on the ship, they have the alien... Like, carcasses, like, in case 2 to, like, be like, this is, like, we killed these aliens. Yeah. And I don't know if you guys know this, but at the end of Alien 2, or Predator 2, he gives them that... They give him that old revolver gun because the third one was supposed to be like in a Western type shit. Thank mm. God that shit did not fucking happen. <laughs> uh, but they've ever since then, they keep trying to bring Predator back and it's ass every time. Alien vs. Predator. Alien vs. Predator 2. Fucking Predators with fucking Adrian Brody. Why was he in a Predator movie? <laughs> like what? <laughs> then they brought it back again a couple years ago and it was ass too. And they... They toyed around with the idea of having like Arnold come back. He was like, no, nigga. They wanted to have Ripley like fucking CGI'd into it. And she said, no, nigga. Like it was just, and I don't make another one. It, they... Why's it going pray? What's wrong with y'all? <laughs> just go watch the first Predator movie. It's amazing. If it bleeds, we can kill it. Such a great movie. And, and barely ever. When's the last time you watched Predator? Oh, God. It's been a while. Double digits in years since then. Like it, a lot of stuff doesn't actually happen in Predator. That's what makes it so good. It's, it's not a bunch of like, <laughs> not a bunch of predators jumping on. What a fucking shit. reason to like a well, movie? Well, no, because because Nothing it's subtle. Down. It's like it's like when's the last time you watched the first Alien? It was double digit years. That movie is fire because of the like the factor of well, yo, where the fuck is this thing? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's killing yeah. people and you can't even fucking see it. And people are like, you It's you don't know when it's going to happen next. That's what made those movies so dope. Especially for Predator, because it's in fucking broad daylight. This nigga Bill Duke thought he had to drop on the Predator. The Predator popped up like, no, nigga. I'm right here, and you're fucking dead. Like, it was so fucking fire. Like, oh. That is the element so of the movie that makes it very good, is that it happens in broad daylight for all of them. Yeah, like Alien is on the dark-ass ship, and I get mad because Yafet Kodo dies for no reason because that stupid white bitch. Mm-hmm. But but I I love that movie. It's still a great movie. Like the first Alien and Aliens 2. And Aliens is fucking crazy good. Yeah, don't call it Aliens 2. They don't like that. Yeah, no, guess what I don't guess what I don't give a fuck about. <laughs> the second Aliens movie, Alien movie is fucking crazy too. And it's a complete departure because James Cameron did it instead of Ridley Scott. So it's like it's totally different in, in tone. It's like a full-on action movie. And it's still fire. We ain't gonna talk about Alien Three, but <laughs> like one and two like, are fire. Like ever since then, both of those franchises have just been on a downward spiral, and it's very depressing. I wasn't a fan of Prometheus or Alien Covenant personally, but I'm sorry, I just I yeah, kind of liked Prometheus. Sometimes and I did since the day. I was okay with Prometheus. Why did you like Prometheus? I was okay with it. There's nothing good. About I, I, I mean, I'm I'm just asking. Like, in, I'm be like, honest with you. I'm just, I'm I'm too tired to get. To- <laughs> 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 Nigga said, I like that movie. Really? Why? I'm tired. <laughs> I don't got the, the mental capacity to really fight for I don't this. like it. I don't like it enough to explain it. <laughs> I was honestly, like, genuinely interested. Like, I thought you was going to give me a perspective. I didn't pick up. I think just visually, visually I, I really enjoyed it. I don't know. That's, oh, the landscapes yeah. and everything that they created were fucking crazy. Like, on the actual alien planet. Like, this shit looks wild. But 
yeah. just the movie itself yeah. was just i i think and what really fucked them up i don't know if you guys know this either but they were supposed to make that a trilogy like the first two movies were not supposed to have aliens in them but after the way people were they saw alien and they acted like that scene in fucking snowfall where the bitches and where the bitches in the titties man <laughs> and when they got that negative response they said fuck it we gotta we gotta fast track this because it was supposed to literally lead up to like ripley they was trying to they was trying to do the uh they're trying to episode glass review three well yeah they were going to do like the like the episode one two three type shit where like literally after the third one you would have found out that this okay this leads into ripley and their trip but they Mm -hmm. they fast-tracked it because people were too like where are the aliens in prometheus it's supposed to be an alien movie and once they they they're like well fuck now we gotta force it along and try to make a fucking lower budget alien one with a little bit of two in it that's what covenant was Hmm. (sighs) sometimes you know you have to let the past die. Kill it if you have to. <laughs> yeah, that's what the Eternal said. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Cam, where can the people find you? The people can find me changing my Eternal score uh, at Cam Archer. <laughs> uh, Wait, what? Antonio, where can the people find you at? <laughs> I don't have a snarky creative. They can find me on, they can find me on Twitter and Instagram. A Devon Johnson. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have anything. I'll be loving. I'll be I loving when we get. I really do love when we get to the end of an episode and we oh exhausted Antonio. It's one of my favorite things. <laughs> oh my god. Oh shit. Uh, you can also find me um, editing my review of Eternal with Cam at uh, l.a.iz underscore gfc or at l.a.iz gfc on Twitter. Uh, please also follow us on the on the pods uh, socials at DTWT pod on Instagram and on Twitter. Let us know what you think about Eternals or uh, our views of my music <laughs> choices and the lack thereof. Uh, <laughs> or anything that we've discussed today here on the pod, uh, please feel free, to, feel free to interact with us and hit us up. Uh, somebody, one of us, will respond, I promise. Uh, yeah, but that's another episode in the books, in the can. Appreciate everyone for coming in, tuning into your brand new favorite podcast. It's always nice to be good, but it's way more fun to do the wrong thing. We out. Uh,